your shows, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant EMU. But we've always been on the opposite sides of things, and I've been trained to think that you are the devil. I don't know if Eric remembers the only time that we've actually spoken up until now. I absolutely do not. <laughs> Super Brawl 1993, Asheville, North Carolina. I was there. I had made a deal with Cowboy Bill Watts to work together with WCW and Smoky Mountain Wrestling. We brought the Rock and Roll Express and the Heavenly Bodies down to do a shoot angle on TBS television where I had cleared with Bill Watts all these horrible things I was going to say about the previous administration, thus making people believe that we were really doing something that was against the grain, so to speak. And it was edited when it was aired on television. And I had still had a few little birds in WCW, and I asked... Why were all those shoot comments edited out? And they fingered you and another person. So instantly you were painted were you as popular as Crotch Rock. No, I wasn't. See, that's part two. That's what I was told. But then the second time that we saw each other, you didn't speak to me and I didn't speak to you because it was two years later when I gave Brian Anderson, Ole Anderson's son, a job in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. And I said, I want to come to Atlanta, Ole. Will you do some promos for your boy? And he said, yeah, he said, come to the power plant. I said, you want me to come there? And he said, yeah. So we're shooting interviews out in the parking lot. 30 minutes later, in comes Eric. <laughs> Boom. You looked at me. You what looked, was I driving? You were driving a Corvette. Black? I believe it was. It was a sweet car. It was a nice car. While you were in the power plant, I picked my nose and put a booger on the windshield. That's it, such a loving gesture. Well, I tried. To, I tried. <laughs> you owe him for that. You looked at me and you looked at Bryant and you said, Ole, I want to talk to you. And you guys went inside. Then you came back out, looked at me, got in the car, took off. Then you got on the phone the next day and fired him. But since then, we've always been on a different side. Let's clear a few things up. Okay. With you, Michael. Yeah. Give me, give me your comeback. Because and it's not so much a comeback, but I, I have to say that so much of your perception of me and what I did back when you thought I did it is kind of BS. I wasn't in control back during the Bill Watts transition. Well, you were trying years. to be. No, I wasn't trying to be. You, you have such a misinformed perspective of what was really going on because you weren't there. And as you say, you were relying on stooges to kind of give you the information and your stooges were telling you things that they probably thought you wanted to hear. That's the nature of stooges. Well, why didn't you deny it to me then when I asked you about it? Didn't feel the need to. Oh, 
Oh, that's good. Enjoying a little iced H2O. It's always good out night april the 19th 2022 episode 731 of the rant is officially live across the airwaves of rant entertainment media radio.com tune in radio stitcher apple podcast google podcast google play whatever the hell it's called and a plethora of other platforms welcome one and all to another edition of the rant the mothership if you will Double A as always, being joined by Tony C. Hey yo, and uh, Tony C. Just uh, just now coming in from uh, from his residence, from his new pad, because you are in the middle of a move, sir. Yes, sir. When do you expect to be done? Um, you mean everything cleared out of here probably by the end. We're trying to, we have till the end of June. Oh, you have until the end of June. Oh. So what do you think, what do you think is going to be your first night in the new house? Um, Saturday night. This coming Saturday? This coming Saturday. The movers are coming to get all the, you know, furniture and. Stuff like that. So Saturday night, the first night in there, we already got the Wi-Fi, the cable, cable up and all that coming uh, Friday. Look at you! So, be, yeah, you'll be good to go. I mean, we still waiting on a bed, the bed, new bed frame set up to come. That's in the end of June. Well, in May they said. Hopefully in May. Right. Uh, the 21st, so got my garage door get installed, the garage door open and all that getting installed Thursday. Busy guy. New Xfinity cell phone service with Verizon. Wait, wait, wait. So you have Xfinity cell service through Verizon. Yep. They were off and sweet deal for new homeowners with the internet and cable and all that. So. Mm, I've been contemplating switching my service to Xfinity. I'll be able to tell you how it is come on Saturday. So by next Tuesday, I'll be up and running strong. Did they throw, oh, did they throw you new phones also? Yep, new phone. I'm a I'm a um Android guy, but I got the new the newest Galaxy, I guess. Okay. Samsung. Thirty two dollars. Look at that. My wife just got a new phone this week as well. She See. got the, the new Samsung Galaxy something or other. Right. 
it's on the way to supposed to be a Thursday, so I gotta put it over and all that good stuff. Come Thursday, I'll, I sold cell phone the service through them and internet cable. You'll get all that of, good. Probably you'll get a lot of apps for free now. Like uh, that. Uh, which which one? I don't know. I mean, obviously you'll get Peacock through your service. Um, and you only if you if you only want if you want Peacock without commercials, I think you got to pay five bucks. Um, well, I'm paying nine now, right? Right. So <laughs> if you if you've got service through Xfinity, they give you Peacock. Standard peacock. A standard peacock, and so if you want the one without the commercials, right. you just pay the difference, which is five dollars. Five bucks. So um, I don't know. It depends if you have any movie channels and things like that, or um, I know so that. So now do I have to? I probably just have to let them know. You probably have to let them know, or you have to, you know, merge your accounts. Yeah, um, I don't want to create a new email and all that stuff. No, you probably have to merge your account. And then from there they deduct yeah, the uh, yeah. Um, if you have anything like HBO or anything like that, they'll give you HBO Max for free. Um, I got HBO Max already. But I'm saying if you have HBO the channel, they'll give you HBO Max for free. Oh, through cable. You talking cable. about through the cable pack? Yeah. yeah. I don't really, man. Real talk. I don't know. Because I'm moving from Spectrum's area, and with Spectrum, all you had to have was Spectrum's internet, and you got like all the basic channels free. If that makes sense, because right. you're paying for the internet. I am. Um, I, I, I have a lot of. All apart. Yeah, I have. I, I don't know how it works necessarily now. I think they, they have packages with Comcast. I have one of the top tier packages because I got I got just about every single movie channel on top. I mean, I pay a fortune for cable, but you know, I've been with Comcast now for or Xfinity for Xfinity. You know, they got a streaming service. Thirty years. Yeah, they have the streaming service, but you have to be on the Wi-Fi to do it. And you, but you don't have their Wi-Fi, do you? I do have their Wi-Fi. So why do you pay for the cable? Why do you pay for all the cable channels? The streaming service doesn't work unless you have the cable. So they're not like Spectrum. Huh? No, you can, you can, uh, you can, like for example, if you have Roku's and you don't yep. want to take a box from Xfinity, um. And the boxes now are all like, they're like mini Rokus. You can go, from the box, you can go to Peacock and Netflix and things like that. You just talk into the remote and, and whatever. Like right now, I, I have YouTube up on the on the TV. But let's say you don't want to buy, you don't want to pay for the box because you have to, obviously you're leasing the box. If you don't want to pay for the box and you have a Roku, you just install the Xfinity app on your Roku and you can view all the local channels and things like that through the Xfinity app 
but you would need to be on your Xfinity Wi-Fi to access it. It's not like I can take that app, go outside, right, and right, watch right. whatever. That's what I'm talking about. No, you can't do yeah, that. Yeah, they allow you to do that because you have the internet through them, right? Right. But I can't That's go out. The same thing yeah. But I can't go outside and access everything. I'm, I, have, I have access to some stuff. Right. But I don't have access. Like, if I wanted to watch... Um, for example, if I wanted to watch SmackDown on Friday. You can't get your Fox affiliate no. if you're not in your house. Exactly. On the I, but I can, I can watch I can watch yeah. USA Network outside. Mm-hmm. And things like that. Like I, but NB you know, USA is an Xfinity property, so of course they're gonna have that available. But um, but I can watch I have access to their on demand I archive and and all that stuff too so i can do some stuff outside yeah it's now it's the xfinity stream app right it is i don't know what it's called it's i'll tell you right now i don't know if it has an official i just have it as xfinity stream yeah it's that and then they go in and and i could pick i mean i there's a lot of channels to choose from that I could do, right. but not everything. Wi-Fi. No, 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 no. There's stuff I can watch outside the Wi-Fi. If I want to watch everything, I have to be on the be Wi-Fi. On Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's how Spectrum is. As long as I'm on Spectrum, somebody, as long as I'm on a Spectrum customer's internet, I can get access to, like you said, local channels where I'm at. My ABC, NBC, mm-hmm. all that, you know, those good good things. And based on what you're telling me, it's the same thing with Xfinity. Right. As long as I'm on Xfinity Wi-Fi, I'm good to go. And I can still get my H, uh, not HBOs, but um, ESPN, USN, all that good stuff, right? On the go, yep. Right. But if for some reason I had Spectrum... But I had Infinity Cable, I'd be screwed, right? Unless I'm on to try to use that app, basically. I don't. I won't be able. Not necessarily, because you could still access. Again, there's channels that are viewable outside the network. Right. So kind of like the national ones. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like right now, I'm here. I've got the app open. Okay. And, right. if, and if I want to go outside, if I want to get in the car and just start driving. I can watch CBS, NBC, Telemundo, Univision, a couple of the Univision satellite uh, uh, oh, without things. Without even being on Xfinity? Without, ex- being on Xfinity. without, without right. the internet. HSN, CNN, the Weather Channel, Fox News, MSNBC, then we keep scrolling down, you know, the different news channels, ESPN, ESPN2, FS1 and 2, um... ESPN News, the Golf Channel, Tennis Channel, Outdoor. I mean, there's a lot of channels here. Most of the ESPN oh. channels are here. It depends on also your... Um, That's all Wi-Fi. This is, no, outside the Wi-Fi. Not even on Wi-Fi. That's what I mean, off right. Wi-Fi. Off Wi-Fi. Now, oh, yeah. if I were to connect on to the Wi-Fi, onto my Xfinity, I could access every channel that I have available in the house. I could access it on my phone. So I think we, I think we're right there. I think this might be better. 
because based off what you said, what you're saying is even on data, you can get your local CBS. It depends. Fox. Depends. Right. I can get. I can't get Fox off on on just local data. I can't on get. Data. I okay. have to be on the Wi-Fi to get the to get Fox. Okay. But those. But, spectrum but that app, I can access if I if I'm install that app on on uh, Roku. I should be able to load all those channels without getting an extra box. Right, right, right. But I got I I'm I'm um I need I you know I I I work very hard so I want a little bit of a lap of luxury so I do have the boxes so I could just easily grab my remote push the little microphone button and say Netflix or say Hulu and it'll take me to Hulu and you know do whatever searching I need to do. See, we have in the, my living room TV now. We have a Roku. We bought a seventy-inch that was on sale. That's going to be in the living room, so you know that's it's brand new. Uh-huh. So that comes with the built-in. All, all I got to do is download, like you said, the streaming app. I already downloaded it on the TV in the um, the Roku that's in the living room. I just got to do it for uh, one more TV that has a built-in Roku. Um, and then, yeah, we get money on that. And to me, it seems like the only reason you would have like the HBO. Well, I have stars for power. Uh, I used to have HBO, and they don't offer it unless you have, like you said, the box or whatever. And um, I pay for stars. I don't really watch. I only watch Showtime for billions. So, I mean, I can wait till that come on. Um, that comes on uh, Amazon. I'm a big, I'm a streamer guy, though. I'm a streamer too, but I, I do like my. I, I, I have not been able to cut the cord just yet. Just yet. Just yeah. yet. So. And see, uh, I have a lot of. I got a lot of older family members. They don't want to cut the cord either. Well, that's I'm, understandable. I'm telling them, like. That's understandable. It's, but they still complain about their bill because Spectrum is the only show in town, like they're the major show in town well, I, here in Central Orange County. I ain't gonna tell you how much I pay for for cable and internet. So I can believe it. I can believe it. Well, throw but throw throw a, throw a ballpark number out there. How much you think I pay? Cable and internet. Yeah. Probably over two hundred. Yeah, it's definitely over two hundred. Mm-hmm. But see, you're using, you know what I'm saying? Like all, I'm all using the all their services. Whistles, you know? yeah. All the bells and whistles, right? I've got the top. So, I've got the. I've got the top internet available. Right. That they offer, so I don't even know right. what speed it is. I have unlimited bandwidth also for my internet because they do right. meter your bandwidth. They give you plenty, but I'm on on an unlimited. Uh, here slow it um, down. yeah so it doesn't slow it down um then what else do i have i have uh a gaming wi-fi you got the game i have a gaming wi-fi thank you because, well i'm a broadcaster so mm-hmm. i've got that also because since we have a lot of things connected in the house that are wireless we have ipads we have a, i have an iphone all of our cell phones the alarm system in the house is wireless uh, it goes through the Wi-Fi. 
we've got uh, echoes. We've got uh, God knows what else is through the Wi-Fi in this house. But there's probably like 20 devices in the house that are connected into the Wi-Fi. So I need a strong internet because, you know, you got all the everything's Boom. working exactly. I think we're going to have garage door opener, the washer and dryer, um, I mean, I security ha- system. I could put my refrigerator on Wi-Fi, but I, ha- I was never able to figure it out. I ain't, ain't want to mess with that. Uh, but we do got the washer and dryer. Um, so we got, I think you may have about 20. We might have about 8 to 10, I think. 8 to 10. Based on, okay, two PCs. And uh, we've got, I've got I forgot about the, all the PCs too in the house. I've got my, I've got my personal computer. My wife has a laptop. And we both have our work computers. Yeah, see, I'll pull in about 20. If not, close to 20. 20. Mm-hmm. Now, we ain't, we ain't dead yet. Now, I'm carrying the washer dryer. Security system, they need Wi-Fi for that. That's a big one. might crack 10. Two, what, three phones? Yeah, we're over about... about Ten to twelve. I hope uh, now. I know you have Xfinity Internet, and you have had less issues, I believe, than I've had on Spectrum. So yeah, it's very um, rare that I have issues. I have, I have, I've had more issues during the pandemic than I had in in many in most years, only because pff, everybody was at home, everybody's working. The network could only handle so much and Xfinity eventually I mean in the time of the pandemic I've already replaced my modem I've um, I've changed I've upgraded the service and things like that so I've done different things I've changed you know some wiring I've had to change to swap out for some stronger cables to handle certain things and um, you know I've I've made do but I've I've been fortunate that I get lucky when it comes to service when I mean, by service, I mean, you know, internet, cable, cell phone, even though the, my cell phone is not through Xfinity, I've never had issues with my services for the most part. I think in 15 years, I think I've not done the show due to the internet being out five times in 15 years, which is, that's a very good track record. internet. They have little updates and stuff. They'll tell you just happen, stuff like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm I don't want to switch, but I'm kind of interested to see how everything works out. Yeah, because we're moving to Lake County. We're moving over a oh, county, so we're going move from Orange. Well, I mean. Coming uppity now. You went to Lake County. You're leaving Orange County, and now you're going up to Lake County. Got priced out, man. You're not. Uh, you're not going to some awful named city like Tavares or Eustis. No. We're, no, we're going to Leesburg. Leesburg. Okay. Uh, yeah, named after the great uh, champion. Uh, that's you know right. Um, who, by the way, he's been very, been very vocal this week. He's been very active on uh, 
on the cell phones this week. Yeah. Um, he took offense that I that I made fun of his Perrier again. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all have been going at it about these freaking drinks. Yeah. Uh, Matt Squire says he cut the cord a while ago, and they're they're on Hulu Live, and they love it. They can watch TV wherever they want. I guess that's fine, but you know I've got people in the house that are not technically savvy, so I, I can't I can't right. function that just yet. In a couple of years, maybe we'll see, but right now I I can't cut the cord just yet. What's going to happen to these cable companies once that ge- what Generation Z or the, the ones that are about 60, 70 homeowners wise yeah. you know lower forbid when they get called home and they're they going to lose a lot of business so I hope they rack it up now oh my god and then you know on top of everything I think the greatest invention of the streaming era has been Pluto TV That's and now Pluto TV has been adding more channels more variety. Um, there's no reason at this point now for for kids to um, like have Nickelodeon through their cable service because I think you can access Nickelodeon through Pluto TV and and MTV and and stuff like that. And 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 I go in there and yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of classic stuff for for us older people like older shows and things like that. Look, the other day, not that long ago, I was telling Tony C that Rock was on. Um, there's a, there's channels that rerun the Jefferson, Sanford and Son, all in the fam- all those shows from the seventies. There's a Love Boat twenty four seven channel, but the thing is, is that there's even channels now for all the Nick generations, the current. The old school. I mean, I go in there every so often on the, in the afternoons. I'll put it on, and there'll be, you know, a little marathon of guts or uh, legend. Yep, or legends of the hidden temple or whatever. So, um, and, I, and I'm also a game show uh, person, so I like to go in there and I like to watch Buzzer and watch all these classic game shows. And, and they have a Bob Barker Price is Right era channel where they show episodes of The Price is Right from the early 80s. And and it's it's great. I go in there, I watch my Toku Shoutsu channel, and I watched, you know, a marathon of Kaku Rangers, which is the, uh, uh, the, the Ninja Zord era of Power Rangers. So, you know, it, there's a lot of good stuff on Pluto. And it, yeah, but you're right, it's... These cable companies are, they got to do something, man. They don't see it coming. Somebody in the, somebody in, some CEO of Spectrum and all these other uh, companies better get get help. And I I don't go to bed, and I don't go to bed watching TV. I go to bed watching YouTube. So, so, uh, you know. It's, it's definitely, um, I mean, it was just 20 years ago. It was unfathomable that, you know, you could have all this and just at your fingertips, but my goodness. But yeah, Matt, Matt Squires only watches, uh, 
he only uses Pluto to watch uh, cops. What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong, dude? Oh, man. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, the move, yeah, it's coming along, man. That's good. Slowly but surely. I know you got, you, you guys got the heat game going on. I don't, down there, so I, know I, I don't care, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I know you don't, but... I'm talking about the traffic and all that. Oh my god. Oh, there's there's the guts theme song. Here it is. Um oh, I love it. Do you have it? Do you have it? Well, I'm the Nick Arcade guy. You know that was my show. Oh, I know. <laughs> We'll play that theme song because that's. There we go. There we go. In this arcade, in this world, in the Blippi, this guy, this guy, I can't remember the, the name of the three villains. Yeah. Of Nick Arcade, Phil Moore. Great show. Great show. Did he do anything other than Nick Arcade? No, he didn't. <laughs> and, I, and I think he hasn't aged in 30 years either. I think he still looks exactly the same. And he dresses the same too, I think. By the way, we are um, going head to head with the blackest series finale tonight. So. Oh, really? I mean, eight seasons. I mean, they're I, done. I'll have to, I'll have to go in and check it out. I'm, I was never, I liked Blackish, but I was never, you know, I never. Watch. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll probably get into it probably after the fact. You know. I mean, they got eight. Eight seasons, and then the spinoff is um. They got, I think they got two spinoffs. Well, one's already going, Grownish. Yeah. It's already. And then um. Then you got Oldish. That it says it's supposed to be a spinoff. So. Oh, Your favorite show, The Rookie, is getting a spinoff, though, boy. Huh? What? Yep, the cop show the rookie is getting a spinoff. Okay. Don't ask me why. Uh, People I... love cops. And Nathan, oh, I forgot the dude's name. Nathan Fallon, I think that's his name. People love him. Oh, man. And for those of you that are wondering, by the way, we're coming up here on May 1st. Uh, which is the ninth anniversary of this network? Remember, at the begin, at the very beginning of the when the network launched, everybody did uh, um, some IDs for the air, and we actually used we used this from Nick Arcade as the background music for when we would do those bumps, and um, I don't know, I just felt like playing that. There was a lot of stuff from Nickelodeon that I would use 
you know, in terms of the music from the game shows, I would use in, in the different uh, stuff that we did. And for Surfer, I had the... Uh, because Surfer, what he would do is he would do one hour live. No, how did this go? No, Surfer would do two hours live on the feed while simulcasting one hour live on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> so... To get the Blog Talk Radio feed, Surfer would insert, or I would insert for Surfer the uh, this music in the background as they were closing out the show, and I would say, to listen to the remainder of this broadcast, please go to RandyMRadio.com and download this show, or whatever, however he put it. Anyway, speaking of Surfer, he's not here today. Now, he's not at the movies. I can tell you that. He's not at the movies. Surfer is actually convalescing. Surfer texted me from the hospital today. I don't know what's wrong. He just told me he's okay. I think he stepped on a nail or something. And uh, a rusty nail. And he's hope he hopes to be home tomorrow. And uh, so we hope to hear from Surfer uh, next week. But, uh, but yes, he's not here this week because he's currently convalescing in a hospital, which, you know, I don't know why he wouldn't have been able to just call us from the hospital, you know, because if he's laid up in a bed, he could just call us and a nurse comes in to want to give him a sponge bath. He could put us on mute like he normally does when he disappears to go do something in his apartment and then he could just come back. Oh hey, yeah, what, what were you talking about? So. Just saying. Just saying. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, so that's good, Tony, that you're going to be uh, sleeping in your house this week. So, what? So, Surfer is laid up in a hospital somewhere like Vince Man? Yep. Mr. Sucko. Uh, somebody's going to come, come in. And, on, somebody's going to come in and give him a bedpan. I'll take you from here, nurse. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, my Mr. Bedpan. I got to play that sound effect. Bedpan McMahon. That's what it's called. Because um, that's one of those sounds in that's going to live on in wrestling lore forever. <laughs> That's all you need to hear. <laughs> oh, man. That is too funny that he got hit with a bedpan. I'll take me a nurse. Looks just fine to me. How about you, doctor? Oh, I'll take it from here, nurse. <laughs> <laughs> Vince is probably the best seller in the business. 
Man, that scream. Ah, ah, ah. I remember when they, uh, when the, what was it, the week before that they broke his ankle and he was screaming like that on the floor at ringside. You're talking about when Kane and Undertaker. Exactly. Oh, man. I mean, that yeah, right man. there was, and I remember JR was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Let me see here. Hold on. Here we go. Okay. It's had it hard in 1998. Oh, yeah. Get over there, Ross. Help him. Let me rewind that. That's Jerry Lawler telling um, JR to get over there. Get over there, Ross, and help him. (laughs) Undertaker's got those steel steps. No way. Get over there, Ross. Help him. Oh, oh, no. They're holding the ankle and the knee across the steps. Don't scream like that anymore in wrestling, do they? Huh? Nope. I miss those days. I really do. That's why you have to go back and reminisce on like I do. Every chance I get. Every chance I get. And JR, I guess, was the best at screaming. Yeah, he was. Bitch. Oh, hold on, let me see here. Where, I want to hear him scream when uh, Sting beat him. Who's dressing up rage like you're... Uh, let's see. What does Matt have to say? He asks who's dressing up like Yerple. This <laughs> <laughs> is surfer. I say rage. That and I love. There's only been two appearances of Yerple. Okay. My favorite is the second because I loved when Mick Foley was telling to the Rock. I brought some female entertainment, and I think you know what I mean. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Yerple. And then, of course, JR's deadpan reaction to Yerple. Mick's friend, Yerple. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Oh, that is... That still, I believe, is the highest rated um, segment of Monday Night Raw in in history. Um, this see. is your life. Mm-hmm. Five, six months, you know. Hold on, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Been standing outside there, somebody very, very special, and I know you don't know this somebody yet, but as one half of the Rock and Sock connection, by golly, you're going to know her real soon, ladies and gentlemen. Say hello to. Yerpo! 
Mixed friend Yerpel. Right. Now, what, what's the date on that episode of Raw? September 27th, 1999. So that was like a week after Unforgiven, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. September 27th, 1999, Greensboro, North Carolina. Yep, because Unforgiven was in... Probably Charlotte. Charlotte. So that was the night after <laughs> Unforgiven. <laughs> Going into No Mercy. Yeah. Um, Matt asked me, did I ever watch Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? Of course I did. Who didn't? Who didn't? With the Rockapella? Do wop. Do 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 do. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? And an old girl from Lean on Me. Oh yeah. yeah. This is Lynn Thigpen from Where on Your World is Carmen San Diego. And if you whatever, she would always say some stupid thing at the end. Carmen San Diego was a broad that could never be held down. Uh huh. Let me see. Let's 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 listen to uh, the chief here. Chief, what do you say? We're all proud of the work you did throughout the day. And for your good work, I hereby upgrade you. You are now a sleuth. Congratulations. There she is, but I want her I want to hear her saying this is Lynn Thigpen from Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. Oh, here we go, here we go. And remember, five other senses you need, four putting crooks on the run, three chances to fight against greed, to be sure justice has won. Go get them, gumshoes! And then she did... Well, Carmen San Diego was a crook. Yeah, Carmen she was always stealing something. Well, she owed that and her lackeys also were, uh, were doing the job for her. Yeah. Did they ever find out what did she have a was she a kleptomaniac or did she have a drug problem or something? I don't know. Because then we always stealing. Then we then I think it went to where in where in the universe Where in time. Where in time is Carmen San Diego and I mean, we never I, I listen, I watched all those PBS things that happened in the afternoon. There was, uh, I watched Where in the World is Carmen San Diego, and I think I stopped right at the first year or two of the Magic School Bus. So, uh, Magic School Bus, by the way, is a very good show. I, I, I support the Magic School Bus. Uh, but yeah, now I, I wouldn't watch anything on PBS, including... Sesame Street and things like that. I would not watch any of those shows. PBS has gone down the turlet just like Nickelodeon has. I agree. Oh, boy. So, yeah, Matt. Uh, Matt uh, Matt said, what did he say here? Hold on. He says that the Funkland channel that had the Jim Henson thing did a great episode of Carmen Sandiego. And I see it here. I see it here on my... Uh, on my little uh, wherever this is, so uh, I should definitely uh, check that out later. Uh, let's see here. So, anything else? Uh, 
pop culturally that you want to bring up, Tony C? Something that's grinding your gears in general before we get Who into wrestling? more, Carmen San Diego or Waldo? I don't know if Waldo ever traveled. Waldo just found different hiding places. He may have been in the same city for, for the last never, 20 years. They never told us how Waldo got to all them places, man. He drove. He walked. He drove. Waldo. I ain't never see Waldo drive a car. Just used to pop up. Waldo's car blended in with just the rest of them, Tony C. Man, <laughs> it's not like your car that stands out. No, Waldo's car probably he drew he drew uh he drove a blue like Toyota Camry for all we know. Man, so you tell me Not Waldo even a Camry, a Corolla. He looks like a Corolla man. Easing up down the road and stuff, man. Or a, or a Toyota Celica, which they don't make anymore. It sounded like a Celica man. Oh, man. I was in this type of car. Stick shift. So he, it, he didn't have an automatic one either. Manual transmission. Uh-huh. Thank you, Waldo. That's a good question to ask, Got sir. Does he, does he know how to drive stick? Not that there's anything wrong if you don't know how to. But I'm curious so if he knows why? how to. Ask him where was Walt? How did Waldo get around all, all these? In his Toyota Celica, that was a manual transmission, and, it, and and the clutch and the clutch wore out every so often. Oh man! Do, do you know? He burned to, out the clutch. He burned out the clutch. Do you know how to drive a a stick? Nope. You don't know how to drive a stick. Never bothered. Never bothered to learn. My first car I bought was a stick, so I had to learn. Man. Otherwise, I wasn't gonna be able to drive. So, manual transmission be obsolete in the next fifteen years. Oh my God! You should see how my car is now. The tra- the the stick shift itself basically doesn't exist. Same. It's a you put you you essentially push buttons now. Do the paddle shift. I got paddle shifters, so and then I have to put it in sport mode to for it to work efficiently. If I don't, if I don't do that, it is sticking the gear. Are we becoming old, Tony? See that we want things the way they used to be. Nope. I love my 10-speed automatic. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about, like, I like being able to grab the shifter and putting it in drive. Oh, your car don't do that? My car has a shifter, but it, it actually does not move in the positions. It's, it's, it, it's, it's like a knob. It's almost like, I, to, let me put it this way. It's like a joystick. So I put the, my hand on the joystick, and you know how you, in a, in a video game, if you want to drive forward, you, you push the joystick up? That's essentially what this is. If I want to put the car in reverse, I push it up once. If I want to put the car in drive, I push the joystick down once. But it doesn't move the position. If I want to park, there's a button i got to push that says P for park. I just push the button and the car parks. 
Yeah, that sounds about right. I know Matt doesn't have this. Matt's probably still changing, you know, from park to reverse with uh, with uh, the hand shifter that's on the steering wheel. My arm shifter. The arm shifter. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta throw it in park. Uh huh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like an old Buick. Like a Buick. <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, I know those Buick. The Buick. Like Park Avenue. Old Buick Park Avenue. Used to be like that. Yeah, Miami Heat. Look like they coming out on top. Double A, get up. Looks like the streets gonna be packed tonight. Partying in South Beach. Oh, good lord. Uh, let's see here. So he has a 2007. So he's it's a 15 year old F150 with no power windows, no CD player, basic as you can get. Now, okay, now cars don't come with CD players anyway. So at least you're up to speed on that. Not that we need CD players. So then, Matt, what do you have in the car to, if you want to listen to something? Don't tell me you went to Radio Shack and got one of those cassette player adapters that you could plug into your phone. Auxiliary the auxiliary adapter. That we were trying to figure out who do they? I mean, who buys this? Oh my God! Take that. The no power windows I can understand. But that means that means he's got fabric seats that must be cigarette lighter. That cigarette uh, yeah, you got a cigarette lighter. Oh, he's got a Bluetooth speaker. And he's and he uses his earbuds. Okay. There you go. Are your speakers popped in your car? The speakers blown. The speakers are blown. Probably uh, I've bl- I've blown speakers in the car. So, and we all have on that front. In fact, the speakers are going. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, that made pretty, that made pretty good now. Oh yeah, it's, it's hard for you to blow the speakers down. I mean, what type of audio system do you have in the car? The one that came with it. I don't know the name of that uh, band. I think it's Shaker. I have Harmon Cardman, which is no Harmon Cardman is the, in the in the one of my mom's car. That's um. A brand, uh, but then in my uh, in my Nissan, it's Bose. Who the hell is this guy up here? Oh, on NXT? Matt has a great, great, uh, a great thing here. You can't blow speakers when you only listen to talk radio. Yeah, you see his radio. His radio actually sounds like a radio. Let me guess. We know what we. That is, it ain't chicken wing talk radio, Matt, listening to no. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. No, because, because the, the radios now in the cars, they sound perfectly clear, and it'll, it depends on what market you're in. You can even listen to the AM stations in HD. Like in Miami, there's like the main AM stations have an HD channel that you can go in and listen to the station crystal clear. I got, I got serious, so I'm good. I got serious too, so, you know, I'm not, I'm not too concerned there, but, but yeah. 
Are you how how, the, how are the conditions of your seats, Matt? With your three hundred and something thousand miles on your two thousand seven F one fifty. Well, you got a bench. You got that bench running across the front. <laughs> how many? How many? How many buggles has he lost under the seat of that? Uh, under the under the driver's seat of that car. No strange there thing up on the seat. Uh-huh. And he finally gets rid of it. Gonna do a deep cleaning of that son man. Uh-huh. go through it. Hey, I was wondering where this was. I won a uh I couldn't find it. I had actually found a, a winning monopoly piece from McDonald's back in nineteen you know, or two thousand five, you know. And I lost it in the car. Oh, man. Breaker is getting attacked by zombies now. Okay. Bron- oh, wait a minute. Matt just texted a picture of, his, of, of the interior of his truck. As I expected. As I expected. Oh, thermos, thermos cups all over the phone. His, the interior of his truck is uh, worn, abused. It looks like a dog had gotten to the side of his seat because it's got a big ass hole in it and he's got a towel across the uh the seat portion of the of the seat because chances are that seat's all tattered up this is a work truck this is work truck but still you know he ain't you know what i'm saying it's gonna be beat to hell look at this let's see what matt's got in his car matt's got uh he's got the, the customary tree air freshener He's got, um, boy, Matt, that steering wheel of yours is filthy. Um, what else do we got here? He's got some, um, he's got a bag of uh, plain Fritos, party size. Um, let's see what else he's got here. He's got uh, the he's got the, the middle console that also turns into a middle seat. He'd have to get rid of the cup holder that's on the floor, though. Uh, and, and, and in the passenger seat up on the floor here, well, he's got a notebook. We're going, we're, we're, we're going deep into Matt's personal life here. And it looks like Matt had just made a stop at Home Depot because he's got two, um, two boxes of some sort of Bosch. Uh, I'm assuming these are lights. I can't tell because I can't zoom in, but it looks like he's got some Bosch, uh, equipment there in the car. But, uh, but yeah, Matt, when was the last time you washed your car, Matt? Oh, and, and look at that. His, um, if, if I'm looking at this correctly, his, uh, the interior fabric is starting to droop. Oh, <laughs> the cup holder screwed into the floor. So he just changed uh, his brakes and rotors. I, I'm sure that cost a pretty penny because... I've done that before, and it sent me back a thousand dollars. So, so I'm sure, Matt. I, I, I'm. I, you must love that truck. Yeah, he loves truck, man. I mean, it, you know, he's that one fifty guy. You know, he loves. Them guys love the truck. Oh yeah. What flavor is that air freshener, Matt? And what was the last time you changed it? So, 2018. 
2018, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, man ain't got time to be changing no air freshers, man. He working. Oh, 125 bucks. Look at that. He's got a lifetime warranty with O'Reilly uh, Auto Parts. He does the work himself. So. No, he paid 125 bucks and somebody did it for him. That's all he paid. Right. It was 125. Now it's for the labor mm-hmm. or for the brakes in the no, road. No, he's got a lifetime warranty on his brakes. So when his brakes go, he just puts a new set. He just go and gets a new set and puts it in the car and pays somebody to install the brakes. Man, I need to get that hookup. Need to go to O'Reilly's and ask about the hundred twenty-five dollars special. The Matt Squire special. Yeah. Because Matt's had that car for fifteen years. Who know? Who knows how long he's had that deal? They see him coming through. Look, here's Squires again. Must need a new set of brakes. Oh man! Oh, he's got he's got he's got the original receipt from two thousand sixteen. So look at that eight years. He's he's had that deal going. Ask him about next time I go to O'Reilly's. I'm always in there. I ain't gonna say I'm always in there, but I'm in there. I've, that's the one auto parts I've never been to. I've never been to O'Reilly's. They just started opening down here, so I haven't. I mean, it's not like I'm going to auto parts stores all the time, but I usually go to um, AutoZone. You know. AutoZone's pretty good. I used to go to AutoZone. You know, they always treat me right. Yeah, I go to AutoZone. I used to go. I don't know if they have it up there or they or whatever. They still have them down here, but they're not as frequent as they used to. I used to go to Bennett Auto Supply a lot. And um, Pet, Bo- Pet Boys is, they screwed me over once on, a, on an oil change. And... Um, and then the other one that I would go to, um, there's AutoZone, Pep Boys, uh, Napa. Napa. So. Oh, he's grandfathered in, uh, Tony C. So you're screwed, brother. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You got to let Matt, Matt borrow, uh, make a, a laminate copy of that receipt and send it to you. You know he'll do it. Oh, man. I don't know what y'all talk about. Y'all better give me my breaks. Uh-huh. But yeah, I could definitely... Oh, here comes Squires again. He needs another set of breaks. I'm out. <laughs> so, some, wrong, some new dude rang him up at like two two fifty. Oh, hell no. Let me speak to you, man. Uh-huh. So I'm assuming Matt probably slams on the brakes because he can. (laughs) You know, I can can run through these bastards because I can. And they're only going to call me Buck 25. Yeah. I'm done. Uh, That would be hilarious to slam on the brakes. Uh, And surfers in the car. And surfers like... God damn, why are you slamming on the brakes so hard, okay? <laughs> what are you doing, okay? You almost hurt my neck, okay? Uh man. I'm gonna sue you for negligence, okay? 
God dang it, that's all about right. Too funny. I don't know, I just got this <laughs> this picture of Surfer in the front seat with Squires, and then just on purpose, Matt is slamming on the brakes. I just tested the brakes, Surfer. Just tested the brakes to make sure they're always okay. have to my brakes, sir. <laughs> oh man! Oh, sir. They're always making <laughs> poking fun at him. Uh, hold on, this is uh, an Audi. I want to see this guy. He's, he, I want to hear him see the just. I want to hear the sound. He's gonna go up to ninety, uh, over a hundred miles an hour now. And he's gonna slam on the brakes. Oh, yeah. That didn't make that much noise. I thought it would make more noise than that. I wanted to hear the, <laughs> you know. Oh man. Anyways, all right. Well, there's been no famous uh, people kicking the bucket this week. Thank God. Gilbert Godfrey was enough uh, last week. Um, Let me see what else is going on here. Um, I guess that's it. I guess we can go right into the wrestling portion. Let me see. What does Matt say? (laughs) Exactly. Matt slamming on the brakes and tools flying from the back and hitting surfer. What's going on there? Okay. This is why I don't ride in people's cars, okay? I take the mega bus. And it's a lot safer. You ain't lying about that. These damn mask mandates going and went away. So, uh, I, I was planning the trip. To Atlanta in July, looks like that ain't gonna be happening. I don't know. I don't know anymore. My company, their first day back in the office was just yesterday. So, hold on one wow. second. Somebody here is bringing me something. Hold on. And how was your dinner? It was good. You have a good time. Good. Oh, what do you need to get from over there? Okay. Well, you're not, you're hiding something behind your back, though. Huh? Oh, the door's open? I know. Ah, I see. You're getting me a spoon. What is this? Okay, she, she got me a piece of cake. Hold on. She got me a piece of, a piece of cake. She got me a piece of chocolate, and it's really dark, so let me see. You said that's good? What else? Did you get the, anything else? Oh, my God. I figured that's what you ate. Let's see how good this chocolate cake is. Mmm. Hold on. Uh, and it can only be so good, chocolate cake. Respectful. Oh! I don't want Okay. Mm. Oh, the whole thing now? Okay. Okay, I'll eat it. No, 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 this is for me. 
Thank you. Look at that. Mm. It's a really good. It's a really good chocolate cake from Firebirds. Have you ever heard of Firebirds, uh, uh, Tony C? Oh, not for me with that uh, chain of food. It's, it's really good. It's I tried this place uh, over in uh, Orlando called Best Burgers this past weekend. Wow. I mean, it's like a, a less expensive five guys. Boy. It was pretty. It was pretty decent. I'm looking at uh, Matt's uh, the back of Matt's F-150. Man, this shit is beat to hell. But I know these trucks are built to last, and it's good to see that Matt still is supporting the auto, the dealer where he bought this car from, because his license plate still has the customary frame <laughs> that came the from the dealer. <laughs> so, hey, man. Matt settled down with the call. I'm supporting you. That's right. We support Matt Squires and and running an F-150 into the ground. Into the ground. Oh, my God. That's the same for the son truck, man. That's work. That's his truck. Work truck. And in the back, it's full of crap. Full of crap. Let me tell you something. He's Let me got tell you something. buckets and tools and tarps and I don't know what other garbage he's got back there. He looks like he's got a ladder leaning up against the car. He probably we find out Matt running, having TLC matches randomly during the week. In the, ladder matches. Up in, uh, somewhere, anywhere up in Northern California. My bill on a pole match. If you get on the, if you can get the bill off that lap. But you see, Matt's, Matt's truck doesn't look like it's a 2007. It looks like it's older because it's beat to hell. You know, it's a work. It's, it's a, a same, work truck. It's a work truck, man. Some people take that to heart. Like that's the only work he's gonna have that truck probably until he decides to not work no more and hang it up. Matt, he's never getting another work truck. Matt, are you gonna be buried in that truck? <laughs> so most likely. So, it's, it's yeah. a work truck. It's a work truck. Are, 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 okay, Matt. I run ladders and roller match. Just, just, <laughs> just answer this, Matt. Are you attached to your truck? I'm, or if a new if the opportunity came where you could get a new truck, no strings attached, would Double you... A, you know damn well you attached to that truck. Look at it. I know, but still. You never know. You could, dangle, you could dangle a, a 2022 F-150 in front of him. It'd have to be free as a tax write-off. Oh, but what if it was free? That's the thing. Would he feel That's bad? Way. But would he feel bad That's about giving up way. his truck? He, who's to say he gonna get rid of that truck? He'll what if, take the free truck. What if the caveat is he has to truck. give up the free the, the old truck? That's the catch. You have to give me your old truck. He might do it. He might. He may do it. He might get him to do it. Emphasis on might. I mean, I wouldn't. It. I wouldn't give it a second thought. But see. That's that's you, you know. He done been through. Hey, what what did uh uh 
what George what the Duke said. The man been through wars that truck. <laughs> exactly. All that match tried to call in. Let me let me add him here. Uh, he been through wars in the ring. I know he's been to hell and back in that truck. You know. That's right. He's so probably mad, 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 mad beyond Thunderdome in that truck, man. All right, Matt, tell us. Are you attached to All your right. truck? Can you hear me okay? <laughs> Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Chris, it's broken. This is not okay. Ar- this is not Archie Bunker's okay. chair, okay? Of course it is. You set my chair up. You seen that? Nobody driving that truck but him. No. There's so many little gimmicks on it. Like my turn signal, it's like it's broke, so I have to hold it in and then push left and right or I mean, listen. You ain't, using, you ain't using that truck to run to the stove or nothing. But here's the you thing, Matt, Matt. Matt is such a he's such he's Mister Contractor, and you know he he does these beautiful jobs. You know, basically, I'm at a job right now. Resurrecting houses, and he does his own work at home. You know, I've seen this man basically take a pile of of twigs and build. Uh, you know you know, the Parthenon, and, and and yet he doesn't take care of his work truck. Oh, I think it's got 260,000 miles on it. What are you talking Exactly. But, but it's all beat up. That's that what it's supposed to be. It's a work truck. Hey, I work really late on my side jump. So if it's 1045 or, heaven forbid, sometimes one in the morning if the house is empty, and I've got to load up my tools. I ain't just organ. I'm throwing everything in the back of my truck and I'm getting the hell out of there. Let me ask you something. What was the last time you passed that truck through the car wash? Oh. <laughs> that Why answer. Would you answered. There you go. You answered my question. <laughs> Why would you know? I can't just drive it through the car. I have to empty everything out of the no. back. No. Okay. All right. What was the last time you cleaned the inside of your car, the truck? What do you mean by clean? Like, like, organize like, it? like, like get a vacuum in there and clean it up and detail oh. the inside. And... Again, why would he? Six months ago? Six, six months, months ago. Because, because I dropped a vacuum and they got everything punched <laughs> out and they couldn't handle me every time I put my hand right. down. He don't want no roses. You know, he don't want the roses yeah. part. And then, uh, which he ain't wrong. Nobody else drives my truck for me. Not like it's, that truck gets me to A to B and home. So, when I'm at home, I drive the Pathfinder. If a construction worker, painter, you know what I'm saying, professional pulled up to my house to do some work, and he has a pristine truck and all that, I'm firing him on the spot. You don't know what the hell you're doing. That's right. You're too if you got a guy coming to work and he's pulling up in a Prius, Oh well, I would not. I would not accept a Prius. Come on now. If if it's that same truck Matt got right there, but it's clean as a whistle, pristine. I mean, inside everything looking good, organized. Oh no, hell no. He take see. You worried about how things look on your truck? You need to worry about how stuff look in my house. You feel what I'm saying? I understand that. I know his truck. house is organized and stuff. I'm just saying his work. I don't care. I it just I I want I want to understand the rationale of uh, of of the work truck. Now, if somebody dangled 
a brand new 2022 Ford F-150 in your face and said, you can take it, but you have to give me your work truck. Is that, a, is that an easy decision to make, yes or no? No, no payments? No payments. Of course, I'm not an idiot. Of course, that's what I told. I mean, that's what. You, Tony C, you were, you were, you were not 100 percent sure if he would take it. I said oh, if you had to get that truck up, he ain't doing that. that. Truck, now, now that new truck is probably going to be kicked the crap out of by six months, but right. That's the it's thing. just like with any new car. Oh, don't eat the new car. Don't eat the new car. That's and what, then, what, two weeks later, ah, oh, let's stop at Sonic. That's what and we're going through right now. And you drop I... the first French fry, and it's like, oh, forget it. And then you just start hey. to eat your car. Yeah, that, hey, we're going hey. through that right now. Respectfully, man, I'm like Mike Lowry on Bad Boys. You'll eat my car. You're going to get that fry. <laughs> You don't get that fried. You're not. You're not. Hey, you're not sneaking your. Nope. No, no food. Uh, get eight in my car. What year is your? I have eaten in my car. What year is your Pathfinder, Matt? Two thousand nine. Oh, well, you don't even have a. So you you keep your cars. You don't know. You know why? He, he likes. You know what? He you likes know what the not best? having car payments. I don't, you don't. That's the best thing about my cars. I don't have absolutely. Yeah. I wish I could say that. I don't but care what I drive. I'm, no. I'm gonna tell you like this, double A. I didn't understand it until now. Yeah, you that you got a car payments are the biggest hustle. Oh, I know that. In the world. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I know that. I paid six hundred and fifty-one dollars a month for a Pathfinder. I know. I don't know how you doing. That is crazy. But you know what? $600 a month. 600 but that's the price is now going. This, there was, oh, I and, know. And that's putting money down that I paid that. So, See, you're a leaser, though. I'm, a, a, leaser. I'm a, leaser. You know, a leaser. I lease my cars. He's a leaser, man. But He's a leaser. We, me and my wife have busted our butts the last 10 years as we bought our house, walking into it, zero debt-free. Zero. Good. Nothing. And that's and how we want to keep it. We couldn't have got our house if we had car payment. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, luckily in my house, it's just the one car that, that we have a payment on. My mom deals with her own car. But, you know, it's just... At least it all. Huh? See, you, you nice. like the newest hot. You you like the new hotness, though, Blake. You highfalutin like that. It's I okay. am highfalutin. I, it's listen, okay. it's, when I started this show... In 2007, I drove a 2004 Ford Explorer. Since okay. then, since then, okay, I have had two Altimas. Okay. No, You're wait. I've had three Altimas. I take that back. I've had since the Explorer because I had an Altima before the Explorer. I've had three Altimas. Okay. A Maxima. Three rogues and now the Pathfinder. All on leases, right? No, not all of them. Leases and trade ins, right? Leases and trade ins. See, there you go. See, my whole when I I have been making a car payment since March of two thousand one. 
man, you crazy. Hey, I, and, and, and you own nothing. <laughs> and I own enough. nothing. <laughs> so I yeah. get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. That's the difference. So you, you sound like a lunatic. After you I know. I know. <laughs> I know. No matter how beat my truck is and how cracked my windshield is. When people well, look at my truck, it's beat up. But when I get into it, and there's no debt on it, and it gets me from A to B, well, you work truck. I don't care. Well, the work truck, I don't. I would not expect you to be making payments on it, and it'd be beat to I, hell. Pathfinder has some has wear and tear, but it's fine. It's you know, it, it's it's a nice car. So I'm it's like, why that. get a new eventually, one? Eventually, you going you're going to have to get another car. Eventually. Oh, That's I know. Fine. And we'll be ready for that eventually. Yeah. I mean, look, this path, the one that we have now, first of all, most expensive car to date that I've ever purchased in my life. And what was that? I leased it, but still, it doesn't matter. The, the, the number at the bottom of the contract says otherwise. But... Um, Today, I mean that car. Before all the discounts, if I were to buy it, cost me fifty two thousand dollars. And when I think about that, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe I just bought a car that cost twenty thousand dollars more than the, the car I had before. But with that aside, I've always had a car payment because I never keep my cars long enough to pay them off. Yeah, you like the new house. It's not that. Mm-hmm. Anytime, listen. I'm. This is this is me. I'm not a. I, I'm not a bad driver. Yeah, I can assure you. But anytime I've also ever gotten a car accident, I've never kept the car after that because I feel ugh, the car is. It's got bad juju. You know. I, I said no. Let's. Tainted. It's tainted. <laughs> so I've I've always gotten rid of the car after a car accident. So, okay, uh, if this truck ever goes belly up, I will definitely buy a used pickup. There uh, is no way in crap I'm spending sixty to seventy thousand dollars on a truck. I won't do that for a truck. Not on a work truck. Exactly. And it, just the same, I won't pay over sixty dollars for a pair of shoes. That ain't happening. Well, that I won't do. And I won't pay that much for a truck. I think the most expensive I've ever paid for shoes was eighty dollars. I go, hey, when I give you shoes, I march my butt down to Big Five, and whatever's on sale, that's oh, what I get. <laughs> well, Tony, see, I know, I know he likes his hey, shoes. Hey, hey, hey I'm the only guy in my block that can rock. I'll rock some LA gears to work. I don't care. Hey man, they ain't saying they ain't knocking you now. No, it's just, like everybody has their thing. Listen, Tony but C. I don't even wear my shoes though. But see, see my my shoes are still good. I got about fifteen pairs of shoes. Oh, you've got they good money. No, no, no. I'm in Florida. I wear slides unless I'm doing like unless I'm trying to stunt on somebody. Man, I got slides on. So, man. Now the only thing I do spend money on are my slides because I get ex- they're called ufos. I've they're, heard of it. For people, they they help you with your posture. It's the most comfiest shoe ever. And how much do those cost? I mean, they look retarded, but oh, they are the best. Well, I mean, I'm not parading around in Crocs. Oh, I ain't no oh, Crocs. No, 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 no. 
My wife wants to get me a get a pair of Crocs for me. I said no. Don't let her do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't 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 fall suspect. But uh, nope. but no, I I listen. I'm a car guy. I like a nice car. Tony C likes nice. Well, he likes a nice car too. But you know, his, his he likes his his footwear. But see, double A, this is the thing. This is the last car I'm gonna buy in my lifetime. You're not gonna buy another car. You're only you're you're, you're you're 38 years old. You're not gonna buy another car for the rest of your life. Why would, why would I? All this money, I soup this car up to the point of soupivity. Why would I buy another that's, car? That's that's the Saturday Night Wheels, Tony C. You're not gonna go and buy another family car. I have three cars now. I have the Kia Soul, the Range Rover, and my car. Um, once. My mother-in-law gets to the point where she can't drive. I'll just drive the uh, Kia Soul to be my. But until the Kia Soul, uh, until the Kia Soul is no more, absolutely not. So you're gonna you're gonna repair you're gonna repair the Kia Soul and and just fix it until it can't be fixed anymore. Can't be fixed anymore. Why not? Because I don't go like I have a car to where. If I want to stun on somebody, I can do that. That's what you got the Saturday Night right. Wheels for. I get hey, that, but to, I mean. but to make a statement at thirty, but that's the thing. But but to be like I get that. But to make a statement at thirty nine years old that you're never going to buy another car again in your life. I don't get that. Now, You've got about fifty years to go. But this is what you got to realize. This is what you got to keep in mind too. Double A. I'm saying me. Now my wife, she'll probably she's gonna get something else, and then I'll just get, I may end up with the rover, and she'll get whatever you know. what I'm saying she gets new, while, and go from there. While she drives the Navigator. Oh, no, I'll drive. <laughs> I'm driving the Range Rover. <laughs> if she if she no. wants something new, who has a Navigator? That's what I'm saying. When your wife buys, that'll that'll be your next big purchase. Yeah. Man, please. That's seventy five thousand dollars. That's on her. That's on her. Tony said you got to play saxophone for that navigator. Now look, when hey, I changed when I changed my car this last time, it's because we needed a bigger. Look, when I changed my car this last time, it's because we needed a bigger car, and I said, okay, give me the let's look at the biggest one that they had, and there was a Nissan Armada there, okay, and it was a it looked like a goddamn tank. And I think the price right. of That's it was... That's what my wife wants. That's her next purchase. Okay. The she pr- wants Armada. I go and I look at the sticker and I almost had a heart attack. $72,000. And I was like... a third of my house. Oh, my God. Just as much as a navigator. $72,000. Yep. So I was yep. like, this yeah, crazy. no. That is crazy. It doesn't have a DVD crazy. player. No, it does. I mean... I was, uh, it was not that long ago, an expensive car only cost 30000 I remember I was a big shot when I bought, when I got my Maxima. I thought, it, well, you, I'm driving around in a Maxima, $45,000, whoop de doo Here I am now, I'm in a family car that cost me 52000 and I'm, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I just bought a $52,000 car. So, you know. You this truck. I don't know. 
forever ago. It had 62,000 miles on it. Oh, you bought it used. 13,000. For 13,000 cash. Oh, look at that. At the dealership. Boom. And you're still supporting the Done. dealer. Out the door. Because you've got the, the frame around your license plate. There you go. <laughs> oh, I didn't buy that. So. Never took it off. All right, let me ask you this then. Do you, would you waste money on a custom license plate? Oh, what am I going to put? Big drywaller? Big painter? Get out of here. It's so stupid. I think Tony C oh. would do that. I, no, Big I ain't C. going that far. You won't go that far? No, man. I ain't going that far. How about you want to bet that when Surfer, how about you want to bet when Surfer did drive, he had a custom plate? It was... Hey, Tony's, Tony's plate would be P I N E C K pine pineapple chunk pine chunk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey man, I just had, I just finished off a pineapple smoothie too, man. By the way, so, you know, you've, 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 you've up- pine chunk. Look at this, you've upgraded to the smoothie now. Hey man, look. See what happens when you leave Orange hey, County hey, and you go to Lake he's County. Highfalutin snacks. He, that's what happens when you go from Orange to Lake County. It's coming yeah. from the man who has a new car every time a new one comes. Twenty twenty. So I will. Guess. My next car. My next car is not for another two years because this lease. This is a special lease that they gave us. So in eighteen months, I'm allowed to actually change the car if I want to. And then, but you just have to bring them another down payment. No, right? no, no, no. We're the, because the they have a they had a promotion going on that uh, due to the shortage of cars, they don't want people to stay in cars that maybe they necessarily didn't want. So they instead of giving you a normal standard lease, which is three years, they gave you an eighteen month lease with an option of an extra six months of no additional. Like, you don't have to do anything else. You just have to pick up the phone and say, hey, run the lease out for the additional six months, and that's it. But you could break the lease at 18 months and come in and then get the car that you want at that time, and then you negotiate the finances then. And you may not need to put any money down. But if you obviously, if you up your car, if you upgrade your car, you might have to put money down. But I have no intentions of upgrading my car. I'm driving a brand new Pathfinder in 2024 when I'm going to have to do this. I'll just go turn my 2022 in and walk out the door with a 2024 Pathfinder. Oh, that breaks my heart, double It breaks your heart, but hey, I negotiated that because deal. Because what you just said is you, a fancy word for lease is borrow. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's what the car is But let me tell you something. I lease my car as if I'm owning the damn thing. So I actually treat I treat do. my car. Please, I wish I was rich. I lease no, no, my no, car no, as if I. I know. I know. I know. A lot of them cars they be leasing them, man. I did get my car though from a from a from a you know a frou dealership. Yeah. But but still, no, please. I don't mind it. (laughs) I went in there. It was one of these dealerships that they just finished remodeling the dealership, and you know that it's highfalutin when the furniture is uncomfortable. So it was one of those places because the chair was shaped. It it was shaped in an odd, you know, like 
It's supposed to be a cup, but it's shaped like a ergonomic. But not even that, Matt, because how the hell do you have a chair that's shaped like a cup that you're essentially just supposed to fall into, but half your body's hanging outside the cup? You know, it's just uncomfortable. A chair for order off a sky mall. Oh my god. Hey man, shout out Sky Mall, man. When I used to fly, I used to be intrigued by some of that stuff. And I mean, this dealership they have they have a nice little snack bar that you can go and pluck danishes and cookies and things like that for free. But anyways, oh. yeah, you go to you go to the dealership that gives you all the snacks for free. Yeah. Um, no, in two years I'll I'll that's, be able to. That's why you go. To, that's why I go to get my tires done because they have popcorn. Okay. But even that, I don't even wait anymore to get my car service. I drop it and I go home. <laughs> Call me when it's ready. I'll come and pick it up. I'm tired of waiting. The mechanic that works on my the mechanic that works on my cars is is in the same plaza as our offices. So like when I had my brakes done, actually he did them yesterday. I just went to work at because we started at eight. I went to work at seven. Dropped it off to him, went to the office, took a nap for 45 minutes. He knocked on the door when he was done, and then my truck was ready before I went to work. So it even, even inconvenience me. Oh, no, I have to be inconvenienced. <laughs> That's, uh, I have to, I get up, I plan my day around dropping the car off. I come back home. I wait, to do. I wait for the phone call to go and pick it up. I go pick it up. They tell me, okay, your thing was free or, or you got to pay, you know, X amount. Of, let me tell you what happened the last time I took my car for service. And this damn near. Your car, uh, is your car being serviced a happening? It, it, you know what? It's it is. It is actually. When I, before, before I took my, uh, I had to take the, uh, before I got the Pathfinder, I took my car in for an oil change because we were driving um, up north. Uh, I don't know if it was for the weekend or we were, we were doing something, but we had to go up north. And oh, I, I took my my wife to a show that was that was up north as a as a late birthday present that I had bought her, and and it wasn't until February that we could go. So I had to service the car because I was due. I was like due like I'm a, I'm horrible with the service. I was like three months overdue with the service. So I go. It was just, when I say service, we're talking just oil change, huh? I said they put the sticker in the in the windshield window. Oh, the first th- the first thing I do when I get in the car, I take the sticker off. Man, come on, man! I take it. The, the car alerts alerts me when I need to do an oil change. It alerts me. It, gets, it starts buzzing and whatever. Anyways, so I'd been pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it because it's like as Matt said, it's an event. It's a happening, and. I, I said, okay, we're going to be going to this show this weekend. Let me go get the car serviced this week. I called to make the appointment or whatever. No appointments available. I, I'm taking it to the dealership where I bought the car. No appointment, appointments available. I'm like, damn it. All right, let me call the other Nissan and ask them to do it. Right. Why are you taking it to the dealership? Because you are rich. Listen, no, listen to listen to what I'm telling you. That and no, no, no. That they charge you triple. No, no, no. But that and because when you got the new cars, sometimes they come with plans and things like that. They don't necessarily have to pay for anything. So with the dealership that I had bought the car in, I think I still had 
fall, you know, a plan where, you know, they were going to do the oil changes and stuff for free. I didn't have to pay anything. So the dealership didn't have any um, appointments available. So I said, let me call the other Nissan and whatever. Even if I have to pay, maybe I pay $20, $25. Nothing major. I go, huh? What did you say, Tony? No, I'm listening to you. Oh, okay, so I, I call this other dealer and I make the appointment for, I don't remember what day of the week it was. I think it was during, like on a Wednesday or something. And I go in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning before work. I go and I drop the car and I come back home. And I said, okay, I'll just pick up the car at lunchtime. But when I go in to drop the car, you know, you have to go in, sign the papers and, and whatever. And then I tell them, okay, I'm just here for an oil change and a tire rotation. And go, okay. And they go, I go, how much is it going to be? And they tell me $94. And I'm like, what? what do you, why is it $94? Usually it's like 25 bucks. Goes, oh, let me see what. Let me see why. And they look in the system, gave me some hokey reason, or whatever. And he said, "But I'm going to give you a discount." I'm like, "Oh, thank God!" Okay, give me the discount. I'll come back. Come back. How much is it? The discount was like ten bucks. So I ended up paying. I ended up paying like eighty-four dollars for an oil change. And uh, a tire rotation. And then when I get in the car, I mean, I I can't do anything about it at this point because it's done. The service is done. I get in the car and I start reading the paperwork. They, something I never do, they went and did it and that's why it costs so much. They put the expensive synthetic oil in the car under the pretense that the car needs it. I never put the synthetic oil in the car. Never, because it it costs double what a normal oil change is. And that's why. Otherwise, the damn thing would have cost me tops, tops, 40 bucks. And I would have been okay with that. But no, I ended up spending 80-something dollars on a simple oil change and a rotation. And he had the nerve while I was there to tell me, by the way, your tires are worn out. I said, what do you mean my tires are worn out? The car only has 17,000 miles. How are my tires going to be worn out? Well, you know, this, whatever. I said, don't worry about it. I'm trading in the car in a couple of months. It was, you know, they're going to ask you for new tires when you trade it in. I said, let them ask for me, ask me for the new tires when I take the car in. They didn't ask for the tires, but, you know. Most tires are rated 50,000, 60,000 miles. Yeah, that's what it is. And this only has had 17,000 oh. and I'm like wait a minute that, that that makes no sense how the hell do I have do I need new tires I didn't I bought the car a couple of months before the pandemic and then I, I have barely have driven for two years what are you gonna tell me that I need new tires for that's why you don't go to the dealership well that dealer because the dealer I normally go to doesn't screw me over like that oh, they love they love you know you know, I don't. I've when I've had to do heavy, heavy service, I've never taken it to the dealer. You're not wrong. Either. Well, I've changed. You got to get I, the uh, undercoat rust proofing. No, uh, that's eighty-five dollars. Uh, I took. I've. I had my brakes and my rotors changed. 
and I took it to, um, I don't know, I think I took it to Midas, actually, and they were the best deal, uh, because I had gone to a few places, and they charged me, I think they, this is back then, they charged me probably 800 bucks, which I thought was reasonable, because I, everywhere else was charging me over 1000 Um Yeah, that's about right. I paid when my, they had to replace my, Something with the gas line, and I remember wa- because I watched them do it. I watched them take the gas tank out of the car and pour a full tank of gas down the drain, essentially, um, because something happened, and that cost me about twelve hundred dollars. But I, I went to like a regular mechanics for that. I've had the AC service five hundred bucks. I've never done any of those big things at the dealer but now also because i drive new cars i don't have to do major maintenance see my advantage is my problem with the manager so when i talk to my mechanic i'll be like well i'll get all the parts just charge me later and then he knows most of the guys you got the hookup mad you've got a grandfather break thing and uh and then, listen, I thought I had a great deal going, too, for a while at AutoZone with the batteries because I would get a battery, or let's say the battery in the car was about to die. I bought one battery, and they give you, like, a three-year warranty. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. I would, just out of sheer luck, just happen to start having battery problems at around the two and three quarters uh, year mark. So I would go to AutoZone at that time, test the battery. Oh, your battery's bad. Oh, it is? I guess you guys are going yeah, to have to... I guess you're going to have to replace it. Yeah, I guess you're going to have to replace it. You know, I have a thing there. It's under warranty, and I would get a new free battery. I would tip the guys because... The, 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 the people in the store change the battery for I mean, I know how to do it, but they do it for you, and I would give them a tip, you know, because they did it for me. But um, even the windshield wiper blades, they've done it for me. And um, I, I do that with couches. You do that with what? warranty. Because I, you know, it's a, it goes like a, a J. Oh, okay. And they're for electric recliners that, you know, do their thing and all that. Now, I've got a five-year warranty, and you know something's going to go wrong at four four years and six months where they're going to have to come. Four some change. <laughs> four years oh, and change. All, all of a sudden, all this crap went haywire. I don't know. I, I'm hit or miss when it comes to the warranty stuff. <laughs> the, the my We had a mattress. Me and my wife, we bought a mattress about four years ago. And she bought the extended warranty that if something were to happen, mattresses are supposed to last 10 years. If something happens to the mattress, the mattress gets replaced. Or you get a new mattress of equal value or whatever. The warranty was about to, yeah, the, the warranty was about to expire on the mattress. And we just happened to quote unquote notice that the mattress was a, was dipping when it shouldn't be dipping. And we took it to the place that, or we went to the place that uh, that we went to, that we bought it from, and they we got a new mattress, and only paid I think a uh, hundred bucks because it was more expensive the mattresses. But um, 
But yeah, I certain things we'll get a warranty on, but little things, I don't know. It's a scam. It's all a scam. But don't make fun of me because I, I change my car and I go to the dealer. I'm not making fun of Matt because he's yeah. beaten up. He's beating up his his work truck, and he's not going to part with it, even though he says he would. But I have a feeling he'll probably take the new F-150 and then go off in the corner and cry somewhere where nobody can see him. <laughs> that he doesn't. That he's going to. Hey, it's a good truck. Do you do you, do you does your truck have a name? No. No. I'm surprised. It's not. He's that bad. No. He ain't name. It's customized. Like I, it has a Superman emblem on the. I saw that front hood and one in, and one in the back. I saw that. So, uh, and then it's got my midnight jury bumper sticker on. Right? You're the one. So you're the one that bought the bumper sticker. Um, I got one for free. Oh, okay. That's why it's on there. Oh, okay, okay. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing like supporting. These the the network when the merchandise is free. Um, That's right. So one hundred. But uh, but okay, all right, okay, Matt. So you're gonna. You... So hey, Tony, what do you think? Do you what do you think's happened more? Double A's got cars or Big Show's turned heel face? Uh, Big Show's turned uh, more. They might be running Mitch. No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, I have been driving. I have been driving since I'm 14 years old, and I've only changed my cars. Like you change your drawers? No, no. I've changed drawers more often, but still, I've, 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 I've I probably have had 10 cars. Man, I've, I've had three my whole entire I had, life. I, I had a seven. I, I started get that. Out with a '78 El Camino, which that thing was a, hey, El Camino. With a 350. Hey, a 350 car. I never lost one race in that thing. Then it finally died out. Then I got a Chevy, a Chevy S10. That was like the first car Chevy. that I went to a dealership and got, and I ran that till. <laughs> So the wheels fell had, off. I had 270,000 miles on it. It was so, My Chevy S10 was so bad that I had a bungee cord for my door shut because the latches wore out. Oh, my God. That's called riding into the wheel, fall off. Exactly. I would take a shot through my door open. Oh, my God. But, I, I mean, I literally, I ran to the ground. I mean, the donation people wouldn't even pick it up. But, uh, and then I got this one, and that's it. Yeah, that's I remember all I've ever had. When my wife got her Kia, she was going to turn in a, a beat-up car. <laughs> and we didn't take the car with us the day we went to the dealership. And so that's a, that's a little strategic thing that we do. We, we tend not to actually go with the car we're trading in. So we use it as a negotiating ploy, and they said, what's the VIN number of the car? And we gave him the VIN number of the car, and they said, well, you know, uh, we can offer you this for the car, sight unseen. And we were like, did you say sight unseen? Yeah, sight unseen. You got it, sight unseen. We shook and whatever. Signed the paperwork and everything. Oh. Then we go and pick up the car and brought it, and the guy's like, ooh. You finally got one. 
And they were like, they were like, you know, we kind of miss, you know, underestimated how bad the situation really was. We might have to at least charge you to put tires on the car. And so they they tagged on another three hundred bucks to the to the to our price at the end because they needed to put tires on the car to be able to just at least turn it around and make a few dollars off of it. But. But they were, but they were like, "Ooh, we're yeah, we're getting screwed on, on this one." Well, yeah, they should have never said yeah, sight unseen. They never gave you money. Oh my god! But no, I um, I, I, yeah, I know it's a lot of cars, ten cars. I get that, but. But my first car was was a, a new car. My a new first car every two every two years. It's no, a new car. no, 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 no. I've 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 oh, said, no, 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 no. Not every two years. I my first on average on average. But my first car, my first year that I had a car, like I was a licensed driver. I switched cars four times. I had a car that somebody gave me, which was an '86 Pontiac station wagon. Then from there, yeah. So I st- listen. I started off, you know, in some beleaguered times here. Okay, things were were not uh, were not hey, were not right. You got the. You started out with the Griswold car. Wow. Not even that. And it w- by the way, it did not have. Um, you put the key in the ignition, right, and turn it, and it's not a situation where you turn the key and the car starts. No, you turn the key to just turn the power on and then it had a push button start not like the put oh, the digital wow. not the digital ones that you see today we're talking like the oh, mecha- a, rig, a rig push button a start. rig push button mechanical hey, start that if you push the button you would hear the like that type of thing and your first card was there an ashtray yes there was into the back of the seat Oh, in the back of the seat? Uh, there may have been. There may have been. Yes, I remember. I remember where there was an ashtray in the back, behind the seats, yeah. Um, but no, and then um, it would take a while to get the car, like, going. And then, like, for example, I could not, if I were to drive that car and I drove down the street, I could, I would have to wait probably, like, 10 to 15 minutes before I could turn on the AC in the car because the AC worked, but the AC would not work when I first started the car. It would overheat. It's not that it would overheat. It just wouldn't work. So that was like a little trick that the car had that you had to drive like 10, 15, let it kick in. And then you turn on the AC and it would work fine. Was it, was it like in Fletch two? Where he didn't have brakes and he had to run into things. To uh, no, the brakes were good on the car. The brakes were good on the car. But I remember, I remember one time. This is this is probably. I, I'm assuming that this has happened to everybody. But I remember one time I was at this massive intersection. When I say massive, we're talking there are four lanes of traffic on each direction of the intersection. And I'm in the turn lane to make a left-hand turn. And I'm coming from, you know, a substantial drive, probably 20 miles away. 
and I'm about ten minutes away from from the house. This is during the time of you may or may not have a cell phone era. Some of us still were carrying around beepers around this time. So I'm driving, and the car felt a little heavy, but nothing that I thought big. The light turns green, and the car starts going. The car died smack dab in the middle of the intersection. When I say where all four points meet, that's where the car died. Pedal power. <laughs> and I go, okay, let's, come on. That sound that you don't, that everybody hates to hear. The starting gets slower. It's for people honking at you. Oh my, they were just going around me and then the car was just dead. <laughs> and the car was just dead. And then I had to suffer the indignation and the embarrassment of in the middle of this massively busy intersection in South Florida to push the car alone to the other side of the street and out of traffic. It took me like 10 minutes because the car... Light. Um, but but Matt, this is a 1986 car. So this car weighed it's about. It's made of steel. Oh my god! It weighed four times the car, four times the size of what my car is now. And oh my god! And when I when I finally got it to a safe spot, I'm like, now what? And you know, I don't know. I don't remember the whole story, but somehow got a hold of AAA and. Um, my brother, and uh, no, um, I got a hold of the towing company because in those days, you called the towing company, you waited probably two or three hours, and the towing company came and towed me home. But that was the first car. When I got fed up with that car, and I had, by this time I had already started working, I was a senior in high school and all this stuff, I said, I need a real car now. And that's when I went and I got my first car. I got a 1999 Ford Ranger. That was the stick shift that I had. And um, and I had that for about two months. From there, I went to the first Altima. I had the Altima for about two or three months. And then I got... Because I wasn't in love with the Ranger, and I wasn't in love with the Altima. But this guy at the dealer would call me and tell me, I got a car for you, I got a car for you. He called me, I got a 2004 no, I had the, let me take that back. I had the Ultima for about a year. He calls me, I got a 2004 Ford Explorer. And I said, what color? Midnight blue. I said, let me go look at it. And I fell in love with the car. I had the Explorer about three years. And then from there, I bought my first new car. And after that, the average maybe has been about two years. But my longest stretch where I didn't buy a car was four years. And in those four years, the car that I had at the time, I put almost 200,000 miles on the car in four years. So, I mean, I do. See, you got me. I was I was that kid that didn't get his license until he was after 18. Oh, no, I, I, didn't, I, I, I didn't get my license. I started driving at 14, but I didn't have my license until I was 18. Oh, yeah. See, I was the same way. Are you breaking the law? No, oh, I, 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 would t- I would tell my mom. Hey, I was a welfare kid growing up, so when I asked my parents to go to driving school, they looked at me black. They are all, we can't pay for driving school. Who oh, no. 
My dad, my dad taught me so, how to. My dad taught I me how to drive. And he, the end of my senior year in high school, and then I turned eighteen. She showed me how to drive horse stuff, and then boom. <laughs> No, my dad taught me how to drive in, in an empty parking lot. And the first day he taught me how to drive, I ran over a stop sign. So, um, but no, I started driving at 14. And I would, I, I, my mom, I don't know how my my mom, I don't know what she was thinking back then. But my I would tell my mom, mom, I'm going to McDonald's, for example, to go get uh, whatever. And she would tell me, okay, are you going to drive? And I go, yeah. And I was 15 years old, and she'd be okay with it. And wow. I would drive to McDonald's, go get my food, and come back. Or I would drive to, to the, there was an Italian bakery at the time that, that was, you know, like a 20-minute drive that I would go to and buy a sub. And I would go driving, no license, no nothing. I drove without a license for almost four years. That's crazy. So, I see and yeah. I'm with Tony too. I couldn't drive a stick to save my life. That surprises me, though. No, I, I can I understand couldn't. maybe Tony C. Maybe not not knowing how to drive a stick. But That's you, you, I, I would think that because you're no. a, a, a a handy person, you know, you know how no, to I, build I've out never, and this and that. I never had the need to. Really? The but. only time we had to, when we were first married and. One of our cars broke down, and we had a problem with our brother, my brother-in-law's car. And his was a desert runner, a stick shift. When we had to go anywhere, wow. okay. I couldn't. I couldn't drive. Well, yeah, no. I, I the the Ranger was a was a stick shift, and I had to learn that day in the dealer. And uh, oh wow, you know. So I learned. It took. It took. I probably drove circles in the in the parking lot of the dealership for like an hour until i finally got the hang of it and it took me i remember that drive home from the dealer what should have taken 15 minutes took me an hour because i was driving oh uh, probably probably 10 (laughs) and then i drove for like two or three more days trying to figure it out and after the third day i finally got the hang of it so um so yeah i it's I mean, it's not that hard. I mean, if you can figure out how to ride a bicycle. And had to learn, I'm sure I could do it, but I've just never, I've never had to do it, so. But, uh. But no, I I drove without the license, and I I got my driver's, I never had a learner's permit. I just went, I got my driver's license, Columbus Day, 2000. I'll never forget it. And I'm shocked because now that I think about it, I went on Columbus Day. There was no school. But I'm trying to trying to remember how the hell was the dealer, the DMV open on Columbus Day. But whatever. Um, <laughs> but I went. I got my driver's license, and I was happy as a clam. October, it was like October 7th of 2000. So, and um, mine was 99. No, yeah, yeah, 99. Somewhere in the summer of '99, and and I've been a licensed driver ever since. I've only had, you know, four tickets in my lifetime, I think. And I've been I've, I've been in a few accidents, but they've all only one has been my fault. And um, I've been the unfortunate party twice for two times from a semi and once from a uh, a non-paying attention woman driver who caused a chain link accident. On an overpass of all places, uh, 
And, um, but yeah, the one accident I caused actually was an embarrassing one. I actually drove the car into the wall at the office one day. That's when you call my company. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. I was, I was embarrassed. I remember I, I went okay, home. Don't feel bad. You do not know how many times people do that. Oh, I know. In their garage. But it's oh, in, in the garage, but it's embarrassing when you do it at work. And, and I was like, I went into the office. I'm like, ah, you know what, guys? I don't think I'm going to stay today. I think I'm going home. So. The wrong day. I've, I, been in, I've been in five accidents, two my fault, three not mine. And one that was really bad put me out of work for six months. Oh, wow. Yeah, I still have two herniated discs in my back, but wow. well, too young too young to get surgery. We, we, we know all about Tony C's accident, and that's not his fault at all. He still hasn't, he still hasn't figured out how do you back up in a toll plaza yet, but... Uh, oh. but and I don't know if Tony C will ever figure out the rationale behind that one. But uh, I figure out that lady still driving for that company. Uh, right? Who knows? She probably went to another company, and you don't need to. Sh- These people, they don't check driving records anymore. Yeah, but, but that one's a move. You need to get fired. You don't need to get your CDLs took for that. And I'm sure you it did didn't. What? I'm sure it no, didn't happen. Oh I'm sure it didn't happen. But uh, but yeah, oh, Tony yeah. Tony C is uh, still still reeling from from my from that. So, and that's already that's what like six years ago. Twenty seventeen, yeah, five five years yeah. ago. It's been a while yeah. already. I mean, I remember Tony. Plus, at will drive to this day. Oh, I wouldn't <laughs> either. I've after well, I'm getting the hell away from you after almost fishtailing twice from eighteen wheelers. I wouldn't, uh, I would, I don't trust them either. Man, I'm I'm the type that if I got to pass an 18 wheeler, I floor it. I don't care if I get caught. (laughs) That's how I am now. I I get down on it. Uh oh. You guys got, you got PTSD? Oh, yeah. I don't trust none of them. Oh my God! The and last time, the last time, my best friends is an 18 wheeler driver. The last time I got Tony. I got if, if me and Tony had to settle settle a score, and I wanted a king of the road match, you wouldn't you wouldn't abide. Oh no! No, it would be wacky. <laughs> it'd be wacky races. Tony C would be in one car, I'd be in another. Matt would be in his beat up pickup truck. I mean, that's what it would be like. So, I'm out of here. no, no, no. The last the last time I got hit by by a, the, a, a big uh, a one of those trucks, a semi truck. All I remember was uh, the truck coming up against my car, and I see the fiberglass of the car flying. That's all I remember seeing. And when I got out of the car, it looked like somebody had took an industrial-sized cheese grater to the side of my car. Or Freddie startled. <laughs> Please give me a breath. Of course I was. <laughs> of course. No, I walked out of there. Boy, that was fun. Let's do it again. Of course I was. It happened. And of all times. the other side. And of course it happened. And it happened at the worst time, too. I was on my way to lunch. So it spoiled my lunch hour on top of everything. And um, You didn't get lunch? I, I don't remember getting lunch that day. 
<laughs> I, I was like, God damn. And I, and I even went back to the office and finished out the day because I was like, uh, what in the hell is going to happen? You're a good steward. I'm a good steward. That's right. But uh, but no, the first time it happened, that that one was bad because the car, I almost lost control of the car. And, um, and, uh, these, these guys, they, they say, they all say this. I didn't see you. I didn't say, of course you didn't see me. <laughs> if you're not paying attention to where you're going, how the hell are you going to see me? But yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. But it is what it is. It's done and over with. And, uh, I'm, a, I, I, I would like to think I'm a good driver. You know, I, I've, I've driven the roads of South Florida, which are no picnic, uh, for a while, for a while, the most dangerous intersection in the country was literally five seconds away from my house, from where I'm standing right now. So if I can survive that, I can survive anything, even though I've never driven in New York. I've never driven in New York. Our is pretty mild. I know it. You live uh, up in the boonies up there in California. I was in Sacramento. You know, 10 minutes from Sacramento. So I, and I have to commute to work every day. But yeah, but... Like today, I drove over... What did I drive? I drove over 120 miles today going to two jobs. Okay. Well, okay. I would put in about 200 miles a day driving, usually. But I, I, I would venture to say... The traffic in Sacramento does not compare to the traffic that is in Miami slash Fort Lauderdale. I can't, no. I, it cannot compare. Now, when I go down south, like if we go to Disneyland, oh, I can LA that, traffic? I know LA traffic oh. is bad. That was, when, I went to Las, when I went to Las Vegas, we had a choice of either driving to the Grand Canyon or driving to Los Angeles. And we drove to the Grand Canyon, and after I thought about it, I was like, oh boy, I'm glad we didn't go, because otherwise I would have gotten stuck in the traffic in Los Angeles. I didn't drive, when I went from a honeymoon to New York, I didn't drive, but we took an Uber from the airport to the hotel, and I just remember riding in the Uber, and I was like, oh my God, if we had to put up with this type of traffic every single day, I would shoot myself and die, because... I can't stand yep. the traffic that's in South Florida. I the, the worst traffic jam that I've ever been in was I left here the house at seven thirty in the morning. There was an accident on I ninety five. I lived at that time. I lived twenty miles away from the office, and it would take forty five minutes to get there. So I always got to work at around eight thirty. I got to work that day because of this accident, and I ninety five was closed, and all the residual. Uh, Routes to downtown Fort Lauderdale were all backed up. I remember up. that on the rent. It was one thirty, wasn't it? One thirty in the afternoon. I got to work. I remember you talking about that. Yeah. So, you know, I've been through some miserable, miserable traffic jams, going and you know coming home from work. Not one of the last times that I actually broadcasted something on Facebook. There was one time that I I put uh, I turned the Facebook live feed on. And just streamed my miserable, sad state of affairs on Facebook when I got stuck in downtown Fort Lauderdale traffic for three hours. I left work at five, and I didn't get home till almost eight o'clock. And um, and I was miserable, miserable, and I streamed most of it. Um, 
to whoever wanted to hear me cry. But um, but I was miserable. I was really miserable. So I, I'm glad I don't have to deal with that. First of all, I'm glad I don't have to deal with leaving the house to go to work right now. But uh, when I do have to go back to the office in the summer, it's only 10 minutes away from the house. So, you know. It's way right now. Tony, see, you didn't My have to deal. My wife the best news the other day. She gets to permanently stay at home. Oh, look at that. No, I know. We don't get that luxury. Oh, I'll have to go back to the office. It's, when it's done being renovated, we are going back. And I want to go back because, you know, I miss interacting with. Uh, I do like the people I work with and I, and I, and I want to interact with them. You know, at least once or twice, and then See, my wife doesn't. I'll reconsider going back home after that. But Tony, well. but Tony, see, when you worked, when you went to work, did you have a drive? Yep. How long was your drive? About, about twenty twenty five minutes. And I'm sure your drive sucked oh, because Orlando traffic is horrible. Well, luckily for me, it was on the turnpike, so oh. turnpike ain't that bad. But um, on like the what, what we call the 408 or the expressway, yeah, it can get or I four east and west. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones. Early in the morning, I four east, and <laughs> in the afternoon, evening, I four west. I've been going to Orlando regularly a couple times a year for about ten years, and I don't think I've ever seen I four empty. Nope. So. You know, uh, it's always busy. Always busy. Because it goes through, it goes through town. Yeah, I know. Through downtown and shit, so. And through the attractions, like in the heart of, versus the turnpike. I remember when my wife had to take me, when my wife had to take me to WrestleMania, when we were in Orlando, we planned, like, okay, how early do we need to leave to get to uh, the Citrus Bowl? And I'm thinking, show doesn't start till 6. The doors, I think, are going to open at 3.30. You probably got to leave me there a little after 2, probably, so I could get in line and things like that. I left the hotel to go to the Citrus Bowl that day, like, 12.45, 1 o'clock. And I got... I, yeah, I got to the Citrus Bowl a little bit before 2. That day, it was a long day, but um, but yeah, I, it's it was miserable. Then my wife came the back way; she took the surface streets to get to the Citrus Bowl, and avoided I four after that. But my God, Ugh. I'm glad we've talked about life and adulting and Matt's car. And apparently, apparently, I've got a, I've got it. I've got all my cars. I just recently started naming the cars because it's an inside joke okay. here in my house. So, you know, because the thing is I had before this car and the car before I had a rogue that was red, 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 red. So Jake, everybody knows who Jake is, dubbed it the cherry bomb. And that name stuck. So then when I switched that car for the car after that, the it was blue, so we called it. I called it. I dubbed it the Blue Bomber. But now this car that we have now, the Pathfinder, the official color title is Almond Something. 
Almond chocolate or something. So we called. So we've dubbed the car the Almond Joy. And uh, there you go. We'll call you Almond Joy. Yeah. So you know that's our now Tony C. You have not named your car. I know that. People name it like I had a friend of mine. She named it Darth Vader. Um, I call you know called a Cobra, you know because Cobra Kai, you know that type of thing. But I don't. I haven't officially gave it no name, you know. And something tells me Surfer has named his cars. So then you can't see me. Mobile. <laughs> that you really can't see because it's not there. The rock bottom mobile. What, what do you call a Cutlass Supreme? The, surf, the, the Surfer Supreme. The, I don't know. The, the People's Elbow Machine. Oh my God. He loves the Wayne and John. Oh. So he loves those two. Surfer somehow. People's Cutlass. Surfer But Surfer probably would find a way to drive, instead of a Cutlass Supreme, he'd probably drive like a, a Cutlass Light or whatever because he didn't want to pay full price for the Supreme. Uh, yeah, come on, man. Surfer probably likes his cars hey, like he Mark, likes his sandwiches. That Chevy with, Nova Shuffle? With nothing in it. Chevy Nova Shuffle, god damn. No, he you likes, he likes his cars like he likes his sandwiches with nothing in it. So his cars are very basic. No, I've seen a Camino. I've seen a Camino. I mean, if he must be, he must be. Uh, Surfer doesn't drive, but he probably was one of the last people to drive, to drive around with an antenna on the car. You know, like you be class. Oh, you can't see me, Pacer. You can't see me, Class C class Benz. You can't see me, me class Benz. God damn it! Oh, yep. Oh man, John and Dwayne, man. But there's a video. My attitude adjustment, Corolla. If you go, if you go to YouTube though, um, there is a video of John Cena showing off some of his cars in his collection, and Cena still has his first car that he got when he started working in the wrestling industry, and it was a, um, it's a Jeep that is beat to hell, but he can't give up the car. He just sentimental can't. value. Sentimental value. And see, that, that's the thing I was getting at when I was telling, when I was saying I'm not going to get another car. Because th- this Mustang has sentimental value. That's why I never, never trade it, sell it, nothing. Oh, it ain't going nowhere. A Jeep Wrangler. That's what it, what it is. Yeah, G Brangley. Yeah. They, they still pump those out. Yeah, here I think this. Oh, yeah. the, the cars we've showcased, dollar for dollar, this one has given me far and away the most joy, and this is one that I'll never get rid of. Hey, all you Bella's YouTube fans, here we are again. It's me, John Cena, resident auto geek. Now, often celebrities get asked, or, uh, you know, this is applicable to life. 
Once you found yourself a career, what was the first thing you bought? Here she is, the 1989 Jeep Wrangler. This baby is the first thing that I got when I got a little smoke for myself in the WWE. I signed a contract way, way back when for peanuts. But I felt as if I needed to showcase my accomplishment, and I did, with this baby right here. Let's check out what's been done to this Wrangler. We added a little bit of tire lift, some beefy tires, some aftermarket rims, the brush guards on the front. That's a bit of an add-on, and that's what's great about Jeeps. You can make it your own. Headlight guards, taillight guards on the back. This antenna does nothing. I put it on to think it would look cool, and, well, it just goes to show I have no clue what cool is. Roof, don't need it. Side mirrors, don't need them. We always talk number, we always talk rarity on AutoGeek. They built a billion of these. These are not rare, but they are desirable. Jeeps of any year bring good prices, because everyone loves a Jeep. There she is, the meat and potatoes. 2.5 liter four-cylinder with 150 horsepower. And this thing is so worn down that when you shift into fifth, the car decelerates. It actually goes slower because it's that tired. This is the worst engine option you could possibly get for this vehicle, but it's enough for me, and it's enough for us now. Enough talk. Let's go for a ride. The exhaust sounds like a pie-eating champion finishing a triathlon. Have some fun. There he goes. He's going off at his Jeep Wrangler. So an 89 Jeep Wrangler. He got his, when he got a little he's bit of cheddar. A, and he still has he, it. Uh, backseat Bella in that or what? Uh, he did at the time ooh, he made ooh, that video. <laughs> he did at the time. Oh, man. That was, that 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 for sure is interesting. Um, well, this has been fun. I got to tell you, this has been fun. It's been a good distraction. I need, you know what? I'll be honest with you guys. I needed uh, a distraction because let me tell you, let me give you a little insight of what's going on here in the world of double A. I have been working obscene hours lately. So um, I needed a little, some, a little diversion uh, from the routine I put in, not that this is some obscene number, but obscene for me. I worked 65 hours last week without even noticing I did 65 hours. And um, I, I'm sitting at a computer 13, 14, 15, 16 hour days. I've been, I've had a couple of days where I worked from 8.30 in the morning till after midnight of how busy we are and things like that. So today was a good day to make fun of Matt's truck and make fun of Surfer even though that he's not here. And uh, and I knew for a f- and I knew yeah, I'm sure so I'm high for Fastlane yes. is it this month? It well, would have fit in. If the, yeah, you're right, if Fastlane was this month, this would have been a perfect uh, segue. <laughs> but um, but uh, but and and we're almost positive. We took a, we took a poll and uh, a secret poll. There are buggles, loose buggles under Matt's. Uh, driver's oh, seat so there's probably bugles there's fried chicken pieces there's oh french fries god. there's everything if i get stranded i'll be okay for at least a couple of days oh my god 
I just – see, for me, it was the French fries. Every time they would do a deep clean in my car, it would always be the French fries. I lost my, my, my driver's license one time, and I looked everywhere in the car. But the detailer found it. It was under the seat. And uh, they sucked it up with the vacuum cleaner and handed it to me. I'm like, thank God I, w- I was looking for this. They haven't found my first wedding ring yet. Well, they're not going to find it because I've already changed the car twice. But my first wedding ring, you know, was probably, it, if, it, if I didn't lose it in the store, it was in the car that I was driving at the time. Lost his wedding ring I, lost my, I lost my first wedding ring three weeks after I got married. No more wedding ring. Oh no, I haven't. Months. I haven't worn a wedding ring in two years. I mean, I wear it if we go out to a special dinner, but regularly, have I worn my wedding ring? No, but I lost my first uh, wedding ring right away. Don't wear it. I'll forget it. That's why. When, that's why when we when, I, when we got our house and I was remodeling three days in at work, I nearly cut my thumb in half, cut my tendon in half, wow. and had to get surgery on it. So they had to, and my wedding ring. It got caught in a scaffolding once, and it kind of bent, so I could never really get it off. But it never bothered me, so I just left it. Well, they couldn't get it off, so they had to cut it off. Oh, my God. And, and then after my surgery, I couldn't wear it for a while. And then, so instead of going back to a metal one, I tried to get those silicone rings. Uh-huh. And I had a cool I had a cool Spider-Man wedding ring. It was silicone. But, like, three weeks later, I took it off, and... All of my skin got eaten away. I was allergic to the silicone. Oh my god! So, yeah, no. I've been ringless for like eight months now. No, no, no. <laughs> I uh, I haven't had a wedding. I haven't worn my wedding ring in, in two years. But um, but no, I did lose the first one because the first one was loose on my, not really loose, but it was loose. I think I lost it in the supermarket. But anyways. That's why you got to go to a good jeweler's, uh, folks, because the jeweler knew exactly what ring to replace it with, because he still had the specs from when I uh, had the ring made the first time. But, um, but yeah, that sucks when you have to pay for your wedding ring twice. <sighs> oh my God! Let me tell you something. I lost my wedding ring. I didn't want to come home after I lost it. Oh, <laughs> I was I was afraid to come inside the house, but after after like sitting in the car for twenty minutes, I finally was like, you know what, I have to, I have to just, I, there's no they way I, 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 I got a man up and face it, and I went in, almost crying like a little bitch. I went, I lost my wedding ring at the store. I think I can't find it. And, and she had pity on my. It would have almost been easier for you to go in there with no wedding ring and tell her, you know what, it's over. <laughs> you know uh, what? She let me. She let me off the hook. Even that you lost it. I have a good wife. She let me <laughs> off the hook. <laughs> so she said it's okay. It happens. So, um, oh. but yeah, I, I got to tell you that that was that was brutal. It's, uh, it's mean, it one thing for me, but it might work for you. Try one of those silicone ones. I, well, I'll have to look into it. I liked I've it. Thought about I thought I really liked it, but it was just, it, it did something to my skin and I was like, Oh, I'll, I'll look into it. I'll look into it. I, the thing is, I think what bothered me uh, more groove, than anything, uh, groove, it's called groove, groove ring is what I got. And it's a lifetime warranty. Even if you break it, stretch it, mm-hmm. if you cut it, you just send it in and, and they'll give you a, a new one. Yeah. And it was like, Forty-five bucks. I'll have to look into that. I think the um, I think the thing that bothered me more than anything it was not like that. I lost my wedding ring after twenty years. I lost my wedding ring after three weeks. Oh, 
So it's yeah. like, so that's, that's bad, you know? And I, I but, do miss tapping it on things because I'd always tap. I did the I'm, same thing. Like too. If I'm driving, I'd always tap it on my door. I did the same thing yeah. too. I mean, I got a paper clip in my hand now, but I would go in there and be like, like that all the yep. time. So, um, but yeah, no, no, no. I haven't worn it regularly. I haven't worn it for about two years. And my wife tells me all the time, you know, hey, you know, you're not wearing your wedding ring. I'm like, yeah, but where? Do you think? Do you see me going anywhere? Do you? I'm not going off and showing off the fact that I don't have the ring on. So, um, so yeah. Anyways, um, but I, I I will tell this story only because they gave me so much flack about it. Okay, and I don't believe. I'm not sure I fully believe that this actually happened. And this is why they gave me flack about the wedding ring situation, about not wearing it at least. Me, my wife, and our moms went out to dinner about a month ago to this Italian restaurant up in uh, Boca, Boca Raton. And it was a la- and it was a last minute decision to do this. We were up in Palm Beach County because we had gone to this Japanese thing or whatever to go see the exhibits and and this garden and things like that and when we left we said let's just have lunch somewhere and we picked this italian restaurant that was on the way back home i go into the restaurant and i go up to the to the hostess station and I'm like how long is the wait and they're like well do you have a reservation i'm like no we're just coming in like well, you know, wait might be about an hour or whatever the case may be. And I'm like, ooh, okay. They say, they say that I flirted with the hostess because they saw me and her smiling at each other and that we were talking and laughing back and forth. I don't remember any of that. All I know is that com- whatever that conversation was, we got our table right away. So they say I was flirting with the hostess and that she was giggling and laughing back, which I, I don't. Do, I, you did what you had to do to get that table. I, that's what I said. I said, first of all, I don't, I don't think that that's what happened because I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. Second, if that was the case, I got us a table because otherwise we would have had to wait an hour. <laughs> so, oh man! Oh man! But yeah, no, no, no. Um, real briefly, let's touch on some real quick some wrestling news. There's nothing that's standing out um, here other than um, Austin Theory won the U.S. title. There's going to be a big announcement from Tony Khan tomorrow night on Impact. Chances are the oh, big, a big announcement, another big announcement. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, wow. oh, no, yeah, on Dynamite. Sorry, the big announcement. Breaking news. The big announcement's big probably announcement. going to be that there's going to be an announcement the following week. Because uh, he tends to do that. He comes, and you're not going to believe what I have in store for you next week here on Dynamite. Who's wow. worse, Tony Khan or Tony Schiavone, saying that this is the biggest? Tony Khan. Important episode of Nitro ever. No, Tony Khan. Every week. No, Tony Khan. Tony Khan is... 
Oh my God, he is living the Mark's dream right now, and Tony Schiavone's a yes man. That's what Tony Schiavone. I'm watching all the Nitros, and every week, this is the most biggest monumental episode of Nitro ever. Well, that's why it was a, a running gag, but I think either he was told to say that, or he said it once, liked how it sounded, and he just repeated it. Week after week, because I, you know, I've been doing the show for so many years, and I come on here Tuesday night, April nineteenth. You know, I do the same spiel over and over and over again. So he probably said it a couple of times, and it just stuck, regardless of whether it really was a big night or not. Because you're going to tell me that the night, uh, uh, you know, Goldberg, you know, went up against Barry Horowitz, and you know. <laughs> Beat Jerry Flynn was the biggest night on Nitro. Yeah, I don't think so. But uh, I just watched today at lunch that uh, it was the first Monday where Sting is in black and red. You see, and those were not good times. So, you know, that was a very <laughs> awkward period in 1998. Was it good? Because it was right in the middle of the best of seven. Listen, when those you were good matches. when you main event a major pay-per-view with a tag team title match to be contended in a singles contest. A winner take all. That's right. No, it was Sting That's and Gold. Out this Sunday. Sting versus uh, yes, yeah, Sting versus the Giant for the world tag team titles. Come on, and then Piper and Savage versus Hogan and um, oh, who was Bret Hart? Bret Hart. Bret Hart. That's right. That's right. Bret Hart. Who was not a member of the NWO? He was a because he wouldn't wear the shirt. He yeah. wouldn't wear a shirt. Yeah. He wore the Hollywood shirt. That's it. That's all he would wear. wear. Yeah. Never wore the uh, black or white no. shirt. Oh. Too funny. Chavo versus Eddie. Chavo's starting to lose his mind. Oh, these are great times. Glacier's oh. giving out to Perry Saturn because he... Because he's doing a super kick, and it's oh not as God. devastating as the cryonic kit. I, there was the, I did the one, during that period, there was the period of where Raven uh, went normal, I guess. And they showed the, the footage of him in uh, uh, Canyon that. going around Palm Beach, living it up. Yeah. My favorite is, is Raven going to the bank. And getting those stacks of one dollar bills because they're going to the club. Yeah. Oh, Raven going they going to Raven's house and the mama talking to him like she's June Cleaver. Exactly. This episode just had uh, that letter from Ted Turner to Jericho. Oh, that's my one of my favorites. I've played that a million times. Jan, what a lovely What a lovely what a lovely person she is. <laughs> And I'm an insufferable whining brat. What? Oh my God! Hold on. That is. He, he goes. I've got a registered letter from the from the from the owner. Well, the owner of the entire free world. A letter from Ted Turner himself. Hold on. Here we go. And, is it? and it's the first time he calls him Ski Bone. There it is, right there. Hold on. Here we go. This is not a rule book that you found the Library of Congress once again, is it? Skiavone, what I have right here in my hands is a registered letter 
from the head, from the owner, well, pretty much the owner of the entire free world, a letter from Ted Turner himself. Oh, we need... I got it right here. I told him about the conspiracy. I let him know, and this is his reply, and I'm going to get my vindication tonight. Tonight. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Dear Mr. Jericho, Mr. Jericho, after reviewing your request regarding a final decision on your grievance with World Championship Wrestling, I have reached the following conclusions. Firstly, let me commend you on your recent performances within WCW. Your work has been incredible, your dedication has been remarkable, and your tenacity has been second to none. As a matter of fact, I see in you a lot of what made a young Southern man into the billionaire media maven he is today. You even receive high praise from my lovely wife, Jane, who incidentally sends her regards. Well, Tony, she's such a sweetheart. That's great. I enjoy my summers fishing in your homeland of Canada, as I equally enjoyed watching your father excel in the National Hockey League. So, in regards to your legal search for justice, I have only this to say. This is where it gets good. After reviewing the tapes of the Battle Royal at Slamboree, as well as the subsequent match, I agree that the circumstances leading to your loss were less than by the book. Therefore, Dean Malenko should not be the champion! Yes! 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 Should not be the champion. Should not be the champ. Ted said so. However, your incessant whining and complaining has sickened me, so I must agree with WCW President J.J. Dillon in saying tough luck. The decision stands. Dino is the undisputed Cruiserweight Champion. I can read that too. That's pretty good. As far as your legal precedent goes, this is the WCW. So your little known cards will remain unused, undisclosed, and unfortunate, similar to your wrestling career signed Uncle Ted Turner. Right. This is, someone's been messing up my letter from Ted Turner. I, if I can capsulize, I think he says, uh, yes, take a hike is what he just said. Oh, those are the best times. Go ahead, this is your time. Oh, wait, this is, this is the part here where the music kicks in. Hold on. What about Jane? What about What about fishing in Canada? This is sad. Fans, we're going to have to take a break. Get at yourself, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course, when you heard that music, that means it was a time for a commercial break. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. But uh, That is the episode I watched today. And then after that, Reese beat the hell out of Hoover, too. Oh, um, I believe that. <laughs> but... Yeah. Um, but yeah, the 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 storyline. Other than that, Chris Jericho thing, there wasn't really not that much that I could say was overly memorable in WCW during that time. Um, that was the month of June, right? That was June. Oh wait, you didn't like Jerry Lynn's little mini feud? <laughs> no, no. I love all of that stuff. That's my favorite stuff, is all that little stuff like that. No, 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 no. And, oh. that, and that's when Bischoff was, like, kind of on his way down at that point. Oh, the, yeah. The WWE then, had taken over. And... Was... 
Yeah. Hogan was in the box seats with uh, with Rodman. Oh my play god! With the that whole episode. Mm. Yeah, play with play and with the, the lights. Yeah, and he hit the pyro. Why can you watch Becker glasses? Oh man! Kevin Dash told him, "Why don't you give your wife back her glasses, and why don't you give your wife back her tea back?" Kevin Dash, what are you doing, man? With your gray hair, big man. With your gray hair and your chicken legs. With your chicken <laughs> legs. Yep. Oh. Oh man. Well. There's no other big, and of course, uh, the only other news I want to touch on here is that uh, it's being reported that Virgil, Vincent, suffered two massive strokes over the weekend, so uh, just keep him in your thoughts right now. But that's about it. I think um, news-wise, there's nothing, there's nothing really major going on in wrestling. I mean, it's post-WrestleMania, so... Um, it's usually a quiet time. A I lot... guess Roman made a, a face promo that wanted everybody to keep it quiet, and they got leaked out at a house show. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that, but it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, he did a face promo that told everybody not to share it, and then, of yeah, course, no, it got of course it did. shared. <laughs> but uh, but it's, it's clear now that Roman probably is not going to be a part of uh, Backlash, here in May, so he'll he'll be taking the month off uh, because he was not on SmackDown this past week. Obviously, was not on Raw last night, and I don't see him. Being, I, yeah, I don't see him being on uh, on SmackDown this coming week. So, taking note that Brock Lesnar schedule now, goddamn, got both belts. He, well, he deserves it. I, I will admit he does deserve it. Well, but, but don't let thirty days don't let thirty days pass, uh, Roman. As Lex Luger once said, mandatory title defenses every 30 days. All right. Every 30 days. Um, Otherwise, you're, you know, they're going to have to get some, uh, your simple-minded high-dollar attorneys involved or whatever whatever the verbiage was that Luger used. Yep. Oh, boy. All right. I think we're going to wrap it up here and uh, call it a day. Let me make sure that... uh, Nobody uh, decided to check out here. Because usually this this shit always happens when we go off the air. Um, and and as for wrestling weddings, you know there were two this past uh, week or the week before. Corey Graves and um, Carmella. Uh, Corey Graves and Carmella, and then um, Alexa Alex Bliss, Bliss married uh, Ryan Cabrera. And and by the way. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna leave this. Uh, but I, I, I sent a picture to uh, to Tony C and Lee, a censored picture, by the way. Um, for them to speculate what's behind the censor. And uh, all I can tell you is that uh, there was somebody out there in the internet offering to uh, show their ham. On Easter Sunday. They used to partner with Surfer? Yes. Okay. That's all you need to know. So, uh, this one apparently is associating going to the dentist and having a period. I don't know. 
Damn, I'm dumb, man. Yeah, I don't, uh... Yeah, and he's... This person is claiming that they're on their period. It is, man. I But I don't know what that has to do with going to the dentist. I, I'm lost with that statement that I'm reading. Maybe, maybe I, they're going to the wrong tenant. <laughs> I, I, you know, I ain't touching that with a 20-foot pole. I don't... Talk about a root, talk it, about a root canal. I mean, I don't right. even... If, if, if we're talking the same, uh, the same set of mouths, I believe teeth only appear in one, one mouth, uh, Matt. So I, I don't, I, and I think they appear for, for everybody in the same place. I don't think that there's teeth in, uh, in other places of the body. And even if that was the case, this person doesn't have another place in the body that teeth could appear. Nor could they have. How many other places you could put fluoride? Well, how how uh, how many people do you know? How many people that aren't a, uh, aren't a woman get their period, Matt? I mean, they say men get their period, but you know, listen, I believe that to a degree, but still, you know, talk about an oral B. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh kidding. Let me talk about that for one second. Hold on. You mentioned oral B. Hold on. You mentioned oral B. And I went to the supermarket the other day, and I was looking for a toothbrush. When the hell did toothbrushes get so expensive? They are. Everything going, the price of the brick going up. When the hell, though, did a toothbrush cost $8? Did I miss something here? You come out better getting a motorized one. Exactly. I don't remember. I mean, the toothbrushes... We're in the two, three dollar, four dollar range. Listen, listen. My toothbrush says equate on the handle. I don't care and what that's it's. All it needs to okay, say. that's fine, Matt. But I'm, I'm, I didn't. Let me, let me say something here. I didn't buy the eight dollar toothbrush. I'm saying, at what point did the toothbrushes get to be that expensive? I would well, go with the one dollar toothbrush. Fancy bristles. I don't care if it's one dollar or ten dollars. I just go with whatever I know is feels comfortable. But the point is, is that I've never seen toothbrushes get so expensive. A medium bristle, and I'm happy. I mean, I don't understand a toilet brush. In one store, costs two dollars, but you can get the same toilet brush in another store for twenty five. I don't get it. <laughs> And it does the same thing. A toilet brush is a toilet brush. We all know what it does. And uh, one has an ergonomic handle, and the other one doesn't. Right, so the brick going up, man. Man, I I I understand certain things going up in price, but when we're when we're worried about you know the price of a toilet brush going up, then we then we really need to be worried. Um, We're in trouble. We're in trouble. Oh boy! All right, so hey, I guess I guess well I guess what other news is Kushida left? I saw that I saw Kushida left. Yeah, uh, WWE and you know it is what it is. He didn't get. Uh, <laughs> of course, I have not heard about the good news yet, and I'm not going to talk about the good news. Somebody sending me spam. Um, right. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Tomorrow, the Mark Order podcast at ten fifteen, following Dynamite, uh, when, or Thursday or not Thursday, Friday, Turnbuckle Throwbacks live at uh, seven o'clock with Phil, Jay, Choppy, who knows who else will be on there, 
Maybe Matt with uh, with a road report. You never know. Monday, the Shiny Wizards, 10-15. Or not 10-15. Mondays, you can tell I've been working too much. Shiny Wizards, Mondays at 6.45. And then this program that ran every Tuesday night. Hopefully, Surfer will be here next week at 9 o'clock right here on Rant EM Radio. The next time, we are going to be bringing you some sort of event coverage. Probably will be for Money in the Bank in July. Uh, because it's a stadium show. Haven't decided that yet. We'll definitely do something for SummerSlam. But we might be doing um, a thing for Money in the Bank. And that is that. Any final thoughts from you guys? Hey, man, go lease your car. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm going to go play. I'm going to go play. I'm, en- I'm going to go play Crush Hour. I'm enjoying my car. Oh, God. I'm enjoying my car. <laughs> I've got, I've got, a, I've already got a, a thousand miles on it, and I've only had it for four weeks, so I'm enjoying it. You know, it's it's comfortable, it's big, it's a behemoth. Of course, I bought a bit. On top of that, I bought a gas guzzler when the price of gas is going through the roof. But uh, but it is what it is. I filled it up the other day, and it cost me sixty eight dollars to fill it up. wasn't Which wasn't too bad, but uh, but it still hurts. Still hurts. Next year, if we be talking about his new car. That's true. That is true. All right, folks. For uh, for Matt Squires, thank you for calling in and and defending the integrity of your of your work truck. That's right. And uh, for Tony, working man. And for Tony C, enjoying his his new abodes. Dusty Rose song for Matt. I did the show. uh, Sure, I'll play that. I'll play (laughs) that. Dusty Rhodes. Um, He's just the common man. That's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> that or Diesel. No, I'll do the common man. I think that's what he is. He's the common man. Um, so, I'm Double A. We'll see you next Tuesday for another edition of The Rant. Have a good night, everybody. Just a comment.